Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to everybody, to everybody. Welcome back to everybody. <laughs> this is There Will Be Dungeons, session seven of the live show slash podcast slash YouTube video thing uh, that happens every week, and we're doing it again. Like I say, it is our seventh opportunity to come and be before you today. I'm Scott Johnson. We have Bo here, Kristen, St- not Stanley, John, and Kyle. He plays Stanley. But his real name is John. I'd like to now... Oh, before I turn the keys over to Bo, real quick note of interest for a lot of you. Uh, got emails all week saying, Scott, where's the place you were going to put like the world map and the layout of this new car you guys have? Hope's car, Fate 4. Um, I want all this stuff so I can listen along, watch along, and have these assets uh, available to me. And so I've done that. If you go over to therewillbedungeons.com, you will find a link, big fat header link thing that says campaign assets. You click that and you're in. We'll update that with not only our um, this information I just mentioned, but when we have updated character sheets, those will go in there. Uh, when we get cool fan art, we'll put some of that stuff in there. Right now, it's only got a few sketches I did because I just haven't had time to get all those in there, but that will be kind of a running archive of of drawings that uh, the communities put together. So I just wanted people to be aware of it. It's out there now. So if you're listening live right now, this is your chance. Go there. There will be dungeons.com and uh, click that link. I think that's it. Bo Schwartz will now take the reins and the keys to the car, as it were, and tell us what's happening this week. Bo, take it away. Last week on There Will Be Dungeons. The Hill Guard, our heroes saved the town of Dust Hill by restoring water to the water pump. But when they had returned, they had found that a goblin raided the poor town of Dust Hill. After having defeated the goblins, they were left with the large task of organizing the town and helping in its recovery. Stanley uh, organized a meeting. He told Shanti, Shanti, let's have a meeting tomorrow morning. And the evening before the meeting... They all had their own little personal adventures. First up, we had uh, Hope, who collected guns and equipment and supplies around the town and brought them back to the garage and went to ask Jimster if he'd lead the militia to protect the town while they set about their task. 
Varel went to inspect the exterior of the town to find traces of goblins or where they might have gone and made a, a new goblin friend, Buck Buck, who worships him as his new lizard pa- uh, god patron. Nash, Damn it, I knew you were going to get to Nash. I was hoping you'd skip him. All right, go Nash ahead. Nash went to go check. Stanley assigned Nash the task of checking the well to make sure it worked. And, and Nash did check it, and it did work. And then he went back to his crag to go do Nash things <laughs> without telling poor Stanley. Stanley went uh, on his own adventure to see Jen Jen, the wife of Thomas, the late Thomas, that the party didn't kill, technically, to offer his condolences, but she wasn't very receptive. On his way out, Stanley was attacked by uh, Wilma's husband, Aaron, and his uh, skinny friend. After scaring one off and, and killing the other in a, in a violent murder, uh, Stanley went to go... defense, please. Violent self-defense. <laughs> Stanley went to go check the well, and because Nash didn't come back and tell him whether or not the water was working. So with a stab wound in his gut, Stanley was unable to determine if the well was open because the last person to close it closed the valve too tight. The following day, the party got together and uh, discussed the future of Dust Hill with its many citizens and organized a plan for its defense while our heroes went to rescue the kidnapped Dust Hillians from the Goblin Warband. Hmm. They left, they left the town with tons of supplies, lots of equipment ready to go fight an army. Uh, but they didn't encounter an army. They encountered an old man. He was very unstable, crazy, and very naked. And most of the party was comfortable with this, except for Nash, who stayed as far, as way, <laughs> far away as he could. The old man was screaming about lights. He was scared of lights. And then at one evening's camp watch, the lights appeared in the distance. The old man took off running, screaming, The lights! The lights! The lights! And Hope and Varel peered into the distance to try and discern what these lights could be. There are three lights. They are blinking and approaching your camper. Or, sorry, your jalopy. (laughs) Slowly. (laughs) The Fate Four. The Fate Four. All right. I like where we're at here. Oh, look, this is perfect timing, Bo, because it's right where the big finish for the music is. So hold on a second. Oh, big finish is working. Oh, man, that feels good. All right, so where uh, where, where are we in regards to what's next? Who's What's up? Uh, Stanley and Nash, you guys are still sleeping. Hope and Vorel are looking at. Naked guy screaming the lights didn't wake us up. Uh, I don't know. Roll a a a constitution save. (laughs) Didn't we run back to the car and we tried to not say the word lights in front of him, but he figured it out and started booking it. So Hope and I are currently at the car door. Yeah. I believe. I rolled an unnatural 20. Okay, so Stanley has roused from the screaming about the lights. This is why I told y'all we shouldn't bring him. What's well, going on? He's gone on? now. I like how you immediately know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it was a 
Well, I hear a guy oh, screaming no. about the lights. I know who it is. I know who the light screaming guy is. I've gone to get my gun, and I'm climbing up the ladder to get on the roof. I'm going to lie flat on the roof and start taking aim toward the lights. As she does so, I'll say, this may be one of those haunting desert episodes I spoke of. Perhaps we should all dig and hide. Mm. Should I wake up, Nash? Yes. Yeah, right. I think I you should. I go over and give Nash a, a ginger little poke to wake him up. I did okay. not kill her. Oh, uh, sorry. What? Oh, I'm uh, hello. I'm awake. Uh, I, I have a thing I actually want to do, Bo. If I can do it, absolutely. Um, and I'm going to do it rashly. I've been, I've been, I've been rudely awoken from my from my slumber. Um, okay. and I and I, you know, I'm still kind of on the fence as to my Stanley relationship. So I'm I'm, I'm irritated with who woke me up. So right. I uh, bust out of that door. I, I make an assessment. There's a guy running away, screaming. There's lights off in the distance. I want better visibility on what's going on. I would like to cast a fireball into the sky like a flare so that I can get a good view of around the area. Can I do okay. this? Like uh, a fire bolt? Yeah, a fire bolt. Yeah. I want to shoot it straight in the air like a, like a, like I say, like a flare. And it's going to illuminate the area. Are you around still me. in the camper or are you outside? I'm out. I have busted out that door and I'm okay. standing there. It's important all to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> so you exited, you exited the, the RV. Yep. Okay. And you fire it straight in the air. Yep. Okay. So you shoot it straight up in the air. Yep. And a circle, a sort of circle of light opens up and, and the valley all around you becomes illuminated. Mm hmm. And um, the, the the lights are still far enough out that it, it doesn't uh, it doesn't reach far enough for you to to see. Okay. Can by I shooting straight up, can it I... does illuminate the area around, but they're still pretty. You know, they're is a it... considerable distance away. The lights. Is so. anything of note revealed in the immediate area that the light does illuminate that I should be concerned about? Tell everyone about desert desert sand, cracked mud. Okay. Damn it! I'm getting I'm shoveling between my legs, and I look up at Nash. That's not hiding. <laughs> do you think we should stay here? Or do you think we should get in the car and go? We all yelled out, we can hit the car if we go now. We can't risk it if we want to catch up. I, I don't know. I don't know if we can just let this guy go. Something's going on here. I'd like to know more. I don't know. I don't know if we, if we leave. It's just going to drive us crazy. Do we have uh, to? Do we have to stay? And we need to prepare for something. Do we have to drive the, there? Or can we just? Can we hoof it to the lights? How far are the lights? You're suggesting we go and attack the lights head on. <laughs> I just want to know what's over there. You, you are a bold man, Nash Magard, and uh, I don't know if that's the best idea. We don't know what they are yet. With a 15 stealth, I've started shoveling the sand back over my head, and I'm going to settle down <laughs> into my pit. Okay, you're you're ne there's now a mound of of dirt with two eyeballs that you guys can see because you you've been watching him do this. About how um, elevated is the fate stealth. for? Yeah, how high up is it? Um, that's on the sheet, I, I oh. believe, isn't it? Uh, is maybe. It? Oh, it might be in the text, so it's a little more dense. I think it stands a foot. The cab stands a foot from the ground. Uh, five feet from the ground due to the wheels. Five feet? 
says with the big wheels stands about five feet from the ground thanks yep. to the unnecessarily large wheels oh so it's like all jacked up okay yeah there's like a little set of stairs for you to climb up that climb i up would like to go and do try to stealth as best i can underneath the car behind the wheels keeping whatever wheel is between me and the lights does that make sense yeah okay you're gonna hide behind the wheel yeah under the car okay excellent and i'm gonna roll stealth check or stealth see how i do uh 17 okay so varel and stanley seem to be waiting for whatever the lights are gonna be uh i don't know if hope and stanley uh, hope and nash i'm still pretty I'm... upset but i'll do whatever i'll do what hope does Hope, what do you want to do? I'm, I'm on the roof still. I've got my gun out and I've got my little binoculars and I'm just watching because maybe the guy screaming running in a different direction will pull the lights. You do hear in the distance, ah! Ah! <laughs> you're, you're, you know, yelling. I turn to Hope. Uh, she's up on the roof. I look up to her and I go, Hope. Yeah, Nish? I, I think that's a war party. A what? A war party. Savages, bastards, all of them. And I think they're you coming this direction. You've seen the lights before? Only once. Once? When did you see the lights? It was uh, right before going to the solar mines. I saw this whole group of lights in the in the night, and it came at us with great speed, and we hid, and it missed us, but it was a convoy of hundreds and hundreds of... of... bastards. <laughs> <laughs> It was a bad the Children time. without parents, as far as the eye could see. <laughs> Thunderdome. The Lost Boys. <laughs> it's difficult to say what was on there. I just know they, were, they outnumbered us, and they'll outnumber us tonight. All right, we'll be well, ready. Good thing we didn't give us away by shooting a flare up into the sky or anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to bite me in the ass. All right, so the lights, uh, lights begin to approach closer now. They get larger and bright. Now, they don't appear to illuminate, like, a large area. They seem they seem to be round, and they seem to have this dull, faint glow okay. where they're lighting the ground. All right. And as they get closer, Varel, you can start hearing little scratchy ticky sounds, like... <laughs> accompanying the lights. Oh. And which of you has dark vision? John. I do. It's Nash and Stanley, right? No, I don't. So, so I don't yeah. have it. So as the lights approach closer with your dark vision, since there's no light there, what you see is you see sort of seems like there are shapes behind the lights that the lights might be attached to it to a to a body of some kind holding holding it, but it's still kind of fuzzy as it as it starts to come into view. Um. So they approach ever, ever, ever so slowly. What feels like forever. A solid twenty minutes goes by. You, you hear very faintly now in the air. Ah, ah, yeah, the lights, the lights, the lights. Ah, it's just echoing all through the desert. Um, and the lights get closer. And Varel, since you're the first out, you see uh, that the light is attached to what looks like a large, rounded, kind of. You're not sure what it is, just like like a stick, but like like you take a branch and bend it and put a heavy thing on it, you know, like a like a Christmas tree with a heavy light bulb. It's like that, and it appears to be attached to this round body standing 
about two feet off the ground, but with a large surface area. And you're so starting like a, to count legs, and you see maybe you think you see six legs, like something grounded. It, you, it starts to clue into you. Uh, make a survival check, please. Seventeen. Yeah, you start to clue in that this this resembles strongly the shape of a large desert beetle, but you've never seen but you've never seen a beetle with a light attached to it. Mm, kind of uh, angler fish, kind of fishing lights. Yeah. Yeah, that's start. That's starting to uh, be what it looks like to you, and that they they appear. The three of them appear to be actually really hurriedly. The feet move really quickly, and they they walk near your mound, and you can see their their lights are swinging to sort of illuminate the area. But they're using these two antennae to sort of touch the ground and feel around, and the 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 three the three beetles run up to your mound and start feeling your your mound. They're not. <laughs> Acting aggressive, <laughs> they're not acting aggressively, but they're they're there. Yeah, they're they're, they're touching. They they sense like probably a small amount of movement, even if you're being still. Mm-hmm. I will wait for now. But okay. if should should so, I will do. I will set up my reaction. If they make any sort of aggressive motion, I will explode from the sand and begin battle because these are not spookums. These are beetle bugs, and Varel wouldn't have trouble with that. Yeah. Okay. Very well. You've ready. If they do anything aggressive, you've ready, uh, like a rage and an attack kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. So okay. if, if anyone's listening in the air, the most they'd hear is the the inhale as Varel goes. All right. <laughs> so the the beetles, uh, you know, satisfied that there's nothing apparently nothing more of interest to them uh, where your mound is, they start moving closer to the truck now hope and and nash this becomes evident to you as they become closer you see these large they're like if they stood upright they'd be taller than varel they're about like nine foot long but they only stand about because they're on all sixes you know a few feet up they're about a few feet tall but their lights do they have these giant like fleshy black slimy things that hang from the front of their heads and these lights are sort of illuminating the path and they're using their antenna and their, their heads seem to be facing down so that they don't look up and see you, but um, they start to approach the camper. Are they a bit like and, those fish that you always see at the way bottom of the ocean? It's like that kind yeah. of light? Okay. Yeah, it's like, a, they're, they're, that's what their thing resembles, the angler fish thing. Um, so, uh, Stanley, you're sort of trying to peek out and be like, what's going on out there? And you kind of see these, these giant, <laughs> these giant beetles. And and they're starting to come your way, like to the base of the base of the truck. And well, Na- can can Nash get the hell out of there? Because I just Stanley. now I, I realize that these aren't. This isn't a road. This isn't a convoy. This is a bunch of bugs I've never seen. I'm getting back in the car. Okay, <laughs> Nash is done. <laughs> Nash, wait, wait until the bugs. Wait until they leave. Hold. St- I, I'm standing here. I'm gonna die. If I stand here, you better have no. my back if something pops off, you you guys. So I would be trying to keep, as best as I could, the tire between me and them the entire time. Uh-huh. And maybe if I got towards the outside, maybe try to climb up the tire to get higher up to where I could maybe get up towards the camper. Okay. And I'll be ready check. with an arm if anybody tries to climb up. You said roll stealth? Yeah. Uh, that's an 18. Okay, so I'm sorry. Uh, that's a thirteen. <laughs> it's 
All right, so as, as you sort of try to keep quiet and not make much movement, one of the beetles shoots between the two the wheels and, and walks, like, right by you, like, races right by you, it seems, under the car and moves along to the other side, and now they're on either side of you. Um, you make your way sort of out of to the front of the, the van, feeling around, looking, trying to be careful, and you start quietly clambering up it, but as soon as you put your weight on the front of the truck, the, the truck shifts, and you, all the beetles freeze and Whoa, you freeze and so yeah Ugh. this encounter's creeping me out already and then as you're frozen there you see one of the lights like sort of hanging they kind of swing a bit as they get moved around one of the beetles moves around to your area about how far away from me are they right now they're pretty much directly under your feet not quite but they, they, they're near a tire where you were but they were on the other side of, so you climbed out and started climbing the front of the truck. Did they seem and, to react to the sound, or did they seem to react to the movement? Or could I not tell? Um, it was They reacted to the, the shift in weight in the truck, which caused some sound and some some movement. And so the the one of the light one of the lights starts swinging, dangling very closely to you, and and you can see it's kind of slimy, and, and it's, it looks like it's covered in. And boogers, but it's like translucent, so it shines through, and it starts to to touch things with the light, and it touches the the truck, and then it touches your head. Oh my head! Crawling oh, over, <laughs> gonna see if I can get a hand. And it's, it's immediately wet and super warm, not like burning, but just really hot, and it's wet, and you're just getting the slime all over your face. But it's mm. not reacting. It just it's almost as if it was smelling with light, mm-hmm. right? And it's like. Got that sort of touching with this big bulb of snotty. So the snot. So the big bulb is the thing that's touching his head, not a not a leg or yeah. something. Okay, that's right. Because they're on the ground, but he, they can reach up and you know they're just sort of examining. You're standing completely still. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this qualifies as a condition for Varel. Doesn't seem that way. <laughs> but you sure wish it did. <laughs> um, okay, so after a few, uh, after you know, it seems like an eternity, but really it's probably a couple of seconds of this. It takes its snout light and sort of moves on. And it continues looking, continues feeling around the car, and then it drops its attention and starts moving on to another tire of the car. I'm not moving. <laughs> I'm okay. staying right here. <laughs> so everyone's not moving. Everyone doesn't appear to, to have any any wish to attack these things. So after after a few minutes of them um, uh, examining, you know, the, the car and the area, they seem to start to wander off onto the other side of the car in the direction towards the old man was going. Am I in the? T- I forgot. Did I get in the van? I did, right? Yeah, you were done. Okay. I don't know. Did Hope, did Hope tried to talk you to not get into the van. I got. I want to say I got in the van, but I don't want to say that unless I did. So did you didn't I- make it in. You didn't like you. I didn't hear you say. Never mind, Hope. It sounded like she convinced you to me. Okay, so if I'm holding, we're all holding very still. One mm-hmm. of us is in the literally in the dirt, ready to leap out and holding as still as possible. The rest of us are just sort of. I mean, I don't want to disturb these things. I don't want to be the one that starts it, is what I'm saying. Okay. So, so 
Right. So, you, you still feel guilty from episode I, one. Yeah, I'm having some seven. existential. I'm having this existential thing happen where Nash in his own mind is saying, "Damn it! If I if I stir these things up, they're gonna blame me. It'll be like the bridge all over again." I have P- PTSD of the bridge. <laughs> so so I don't want to do anything. I'm holding spots still as I can, but I'll but I will give you a problem I'm having, and you can decide if you want to do something with it. Sure. My eye is burning and it's red, and I can't hide that light. Like it is just pouring out of my hood, and if I move suddenly with my hand to cover it or something, a it's not going to cover it well, and b it'll just create movement, and that could start them off. So, so I'm kind of I'm like Scott Summers a little bit in Mex Men. I'm just kind of like trying to hold my eyes shut. It's very painful. I'd, I'd scream out if I could because this is just how it goes when when stuff's about to go down. So, yeah, and do you make any do you make any noise or no? I'm just kind of going. But I don't think they can hear that. It's just me kind of grunting to myself and sque- yeah, squeezing the, my eyes shut. The, the Beatles appear to continue on, not 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 reacting to your your pain. Oh, good. Once they're far enough away, I would finish my climb up to the top of the vehicle. Sure. Uh, can you make another stealth check, please? Uh, Twenty-three. Okay, you clamber up the rest of the way very stealthily, safely, without making any noise. And the, the beetles do not react to your climbing up. I just, by They're the way... to move off into the distance behind you now. I just checked the chat just to make sure things were streaming right, and somebody said, roll a pain check. I don't think, I don't think we can roll a pain <laughs> check. Um, all right, now, once I've seen them and I feel I can safely cast it without an issue, uh, press the digitation on myself, get rid of this grossness... Okay. I got nasty beetle light on me. <laughs> beetle light. Yeah, it's it's beetle. It's it's boogers. It's, it was a slimy mucus membrane. That's yeah. like Stanley will go ahead and just take care you. of that right away. <laughs> okay. So as the beetles, as the lights sort of start to move off into the distance, um, you don't hear the yelling of the old man anymore. But uh, one of the things you do notice is that uh, no bok bok. Oh my. It's just, it's ever since the altercation with the lights, and he was sleeping outside on a tire, presumably while you're over camping. But there's no bok bok to be found. So we we don't hear or see him or anything. He's just I don't know. Well, you're doing a little check, make sure everyone's okay. You know, Savarel going to the sand, his little sand trap, and you guys are all up in the truck and sort of look around to see if you know beetles or any more potential assailants are around. But there's no bok. All right, there. I chance a whisper to hope, hope, hope. Y- yes, Liz. Can you see the the damn goblin from up there? He's I can't see him down here. He's missing. Uh, uh, let me see with a six perception. <laughs> I yeah, don't you, see anything. You still don't see Bok Bok. I I don't I can't see shit. My eye hurts. <laughs> That's the Well, do you know where Bok Bok went? I will we need move the goblin for my mouth to move out of the sand and go Bok Bok. Bok Bok, where are you, hon? nothing you don't hear a response wait did you say where are you hun did i said man where are you you, man i said where are you hun that's what i thought i heard (laughs) relationships go uh inside the vehicle and see if i can find him inside Uh, okay you 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 can go in the vehicle um and you don't see bok bok inside anywhere 
open the door. He's not in here. Mm. Shit, if everybody's moving around, then I'll emerge from the sands and shake it off and do a perception in the area. Ooh, natural 20. Nice. So you go, you go and look for your, um, your, your minion, as it were, and you know the last place that he was was uh, sleeping next to a tire, sort of on the outside. And uh, you look at a spot and you see scratch marks on the ground, as if he was scrambling, as he tends to do when he gets up. And you see footsteps leading off in the direction that the old men went, and the beetles. Oh. Bok Bok chased the old man, it seems. Oh, Why yeah. would he chase the old man? Pockets full of worms. Why did the old man have pockets full of worms? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Hungry man. End of the desert, resourceful, perhaps grab some worms on his way out. I mean, he's been scared of these lights for a long time. Doesn't mean he's not taking supplies before. Hold on. What the what? hell are we feeding him? <laughs> what, li- what pockets? He was naked. He had a he had the jacket. He had a robe. were over-focused on the nethers. <laughs> he was clothed more so than me. Easy easy for you to say, uh, no, no pants-wearing lizard. It's true. And I understand you envy my foldable genitals. <laughs> <laughs> the exposure must be taxing. <laughs> Regardless of all this, we need Bok Bok. We're going to have to get him back, and both he and the old man are going to get themselves killed. That's the same direction the Beatles went. Mm. Do we, is there anything we can do to... I guess, Bo, I'm asking you. Is there anything we can do to see if the Beatles took him? Like, we would have heard him squeal or yell or something. Well, you right? saw the Beatles go by. He didn't have any. So they didn't just you know pick him up on their way through there and run off with him? No. Okay. We may not, regret not as far this, as you know. but uh, does the Fate Four have a horn? Yes. Should we I mean, it? it's a way to make the Beatles come back to us and not chase them, perhaps. I just, we'd lose so much time. I don't know if the slaves would make it. Right now, isn't Bok Bok our only chance for negotiating? I mean, look, we've all been caught up in the moment. We've done some heroic deeds, sure, but at the end of the day, we're four idiots out here in the middle of nowhere about to go after a whole goblin army. We're gonna need some sort of a plan. To be fair, that plan is to take one idiot goblin with four idiots and walk into the center of it. Well, I mean, you've defeated their champions before. I think we could do it again. They seem to like gambling, and... Probably true. You're pretty good at fighting. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Pashah, he says. If we use the horn, we can set up the ambush here, at least. It won't guarantee the return of Yelman or Bok-Bok, but it will likely bring back the beetles, and we could fight on our own terms rather than following them into some crag of their own design. It's true. Uh, Vorel, if you want to get into position in the direction they came, uh, Hope, Nash, you could be positioned up on top of the vehicle for sight, and I can go lay on the horn and we can see what happens. Okay, so right. Varel, you're going to make your, your, your sand trap again? Yep. All I right. The opposite side, the side the beetles went to, and dig a hole with an eight. Okay. 
Well, you have extra time to do this, so it is is you're not under the duress you were uh, the okay. first time around. So you know you make a good you make a good trap for yourself. Or is there a better word for you for it? Your mound. No, oh, basically my my plan here would be to have one of them walk perfectly on top of me and then try to explode up through him. Okay, it's <laughs> a good plan. Yeah. Um. So uh, Nash and, and Hope, you guys are on top of the. Uh, thing and uh, well, we don't need to roll this either. You're gonna take a nap. It sounds like on the horn. Yep. Okay. So all of a sudden, you just hear. Huh? Okay, we can maybe. Okay. <laughs> I like mine better. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it the sound like uh, echoes. Just you know, the, it's this is the desert sound. There's barely any sound out here. It's not like there's even a forest with like wildlife making noise. There's no sound, and so this carries for miles. And you actually see the lights. They're off pretty far in the distance now from the the beetles. Um, they're they move pretty slow relative to vehicles, but you get the sense that they're they're making their way back. And as the lights start to grow, as the lights start to grow um, larger and larger, as they start returning this way from hearing the noise, um, which is getting on everyone's nerves. Uh, I, I would have, it would have been a long toot, but it wouldn't be constant. Yeah. You hear, you hear, uh, you see uh, hope in the distance. You actually see out ahead of the beetles. You see a f- figure, a figure that looks like to be dragging a sack rushing hurriedly towards the van. And as it gets closer and closer into view, you start to make out the familiar form of Buck Buck. And he's got a leg in his hand, and he's dragging a body behind him. <laughs> and he's like, Bring him to the top! Pharrell, grab him and get on the roof! So as he gets closer, he's running hurriedly. He's got. It looks like he's got a, a badly beat the old man. Uh, he... The old man's like he's dragging him by the leg, and the old man is unconscious, and he's got like tons of swollen bumps and bruises all over his face, and he appears to be beat within a. Well, he might be dead. <laughs> he just he's but he's dragging the old man, so he he comes to the to the to the to the van. And he tries I can help to start. Him. I can help him in. Okay, so the horn horn blaring stops to the relief of everyone, and uh, uh, Buck Buck helps you lift up the old man. And throw him in, and the old man just—he's like his body's like pretty much lifeless. It seems. Varel, get in the van. All right, I would have broken stealth, and jumped in the van since objective complete. Okay, um, you jump in the van. Everyone's in the van. Yeah, we should all be in the van at this point. <laughs> I'm on the roof still. Oh, we on? Oh, right, we're on the roof. I'm up okay. there. I'm the, up. The lights are getting closer, but we're they don't... not able to drive yet. Maybe we should stick with the fighting plan. So but you they can. Won't see us. You right. can technically drive. Every hour is an overheating save, so you could drive an hour out, which would be okay. You might be you might be out for two d ten days. It's so, still a gamble. So I'm laying I'm laying or squatting or something near Hope, and I I lean over and say, you know, you could, you're the best at this. You could get behind that wheel, and you could try to run those bastards over. But if it overheats and we can't get them, we're stuck. And then the slaves, they'd be dead. They didn't catch us last time. There's a chance they won't catch us this time. They can't open doors. They're not like <laughs> raptors. That's what everybody says. Right it's a legend. 
Right, so the Beatles are getting ever closer. You see the lights come up, and you hear the familiar... There's still just three of them? Just three of them total? There's just three of them. I mean, we could fight them from our vantage point, Hope and I. Like, we could try to kill them. They're not going to get in the van. We've got the we've got the old man saved and the goblin in there and two of our best are well, holding it down. Saved. Well, not saved, but you know, in there. His bot his body exists in your. They're accounted for. Yeah, it's accounted for. That, the accountability buddies. They came back. When Buck Buck sees Vor- Vorel, he goes and he's saying, "I kept fresh. I kept fresh. They are best fresh." Hope, we're leaving, yes? And then Buck Buck gets down and pets the, he pets the hair of the man, and he says, fresh, fresh, fresh. And you keep him fresh. <laughs> Boy, fresh. Can we, can we, someone should see if he's alive. But I'm not in the van, I can't I'll, do it. I'll check and see if he's still alive. Okay, medicine check. Nineteen. Oh, that means you have to get his pulse from his penis. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Twenty. <laughs> oh, his penis and his balls. Oh man, uh, that's a rough so, deal. Yeah. Okay, so you you, you look for his pulse. Um, you, you brush aside his hair and, and touch his neck, and you do feel a pulse. But his 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 face is misshapen. Like he's, he's permanent. I'm sure his nose is broken. It, it, whatever Buck Buck did, it was absolutely savage. He's got like a, a egg on his head, and his, his cheeks are swollen. There's these like cuts from like a stick. Sticky. Buck Buck, you see, has a bloody stick he has with him. He's been beaten, probably overbeaten at this point, <laughs> but miraculously, <laughs> uh, the old man is still alive. Well, he's still alive. Uh, I have a thought. What if we offered the Beatles him? <laughs> But what if the Beatles don't find us? This is Bok Bok's trophy. We would lose a lot of favor with him. We may not be able to pull off our new kingship. Fine. I will I will head to the hatch since I'm inside, open the hatch to the roof and go, We're leaving, yes? Not yet. We need the Beatles to go. Yeah. I'm not in sand. We need the Beatles to break up. Get, get it? It's <laughs> my little Nash joke up there. Just give it time. They'll search the sand. They won't find anything, and they'll leave. I vote. I think Hope's right. That, or we just got to try to kill these damn things. All right. I'm going to stay inside the cab by the door, ready to attack if anything comes through the door, but with the door shut. Okay. I see. All right. Does anyone else want to do anything? <laughs> I'm on the roof. I've got my gun just in case, but I'm not doing anything. Yeah, I'd be afraid to shake the whole vehicle, so I've got the right. hatch open with my face sticking up through it, seven <laughs> feet tall. And I mean, I feel like I want to aggro a little, but I but I don't know where that's coming from. So I don't want to do anything that the coming that would... from your role player's heart, Scott. Do what's mm-hmm. do what's in your heart. What's man. in my role playing heart is I can't stand this anymore. My eyes killing me. I've got we uh, let's act, and I want to just freaking I want to. I want to do something. I want to throw fire and hurt them. Like, I want okay, to fight well, you, these you things. You have a series of spells and attacks that you can do. Tell me what, which one you want to do. Um, all right. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> I, 
hope. Thunder wave. They I, all get blown I, off the car roof. I feel like I want to at least. I want to get. Uh, I'm. Tr I trust Hope, and I want her advice. So, so I don't want to just leap into this, but I'm basically Hope. I'm going to lean to you and say I can't stand this. My eyes killing me, and if I don't act, we're we're going to be stuck here. We need to fight these things. All I, right, Nash, look at me. We're going to breathe together. All right. Come on, we can get through this. It's going to be all right. But I'll offer, I'll offer a hand, and we'll like make the the, the fist clench thing. Um, how about this? Oh no, that'll. Oh, this is a bad idea. Hold on, I'm looking at a thing that would. Thunderwave. No, I'm not doing thunderwave. <laughs> not doing thunderwave. Um. All right. Uh, she calms me down, and I'm, I'm sated for now. But I can't take much more of this. If if we if we wait these things out, and it takes forever. I, I may lose it. So that's kind of where my head's at. That's where Nash's head's at. Okay. All right. I'll, well, you guys I'll start gonna, singing like, a little tiefling song. Pretty Kitty or some kind of thing like that? Yeah, like Whatever. a little lullaby or something. One of the few that I know. Do you have one actually prepared? or? No, but I can next time. Okay. Oh, my <laughs> well, gosh. I, I love it. Like, she sings, too. That'd be great. All right, cool. Um, so uh, you you guys wait about an hour. The Beatles, you know, that that was a very loud sound they heard coming from this direction. They thoroughly investigate the area and begin to start moving off uh, back in the direction they originally left in. Oh, that place. they left in. Oh, oh, that they came from in the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so you wait for them fully to be out of sight, and eventually the light sort of becomes so far that you can't see them on the horizon anymore. And you're left with nothing but night sky. Oh, my eye's better now. You doing all right, Nash? Yeah. I'm Thank you. Right. Thanks for the song. That was pretty rad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going back to bed. Yeah, because okay. technically we're still we're in our rest period, right? Is that true? Well, yeah, you guys had your rest interrupted, so you could continue... You'd have to uh, start another full rest to gain the benefit of full rest, but you've been resting for a few days, so it doesn't really matter. It's not, it's not really going to impact you too much. Nobody burnt any spells or abilities or anything like that. So. Right. so, yeah. So you finish out the rest of the day. The sun starts to rise. You eat your handful of grub worms, morning potatoes, and meat strips. And, uh, and Has an elderly three... gentleman woken up? Uh, no. No. Is he still alive? You check his pulse again and you still feel it, but he's not awake. He's barely hanging on. Well, we should probably get moving again, assuming we're going to keep our present company. Borel, you want to give us a direction? Bok bok. Which way do we go? <laughs> He says, I'll have to go outside and check. Let's check to see if we can't find tracks or anything. Track, 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 track. Tracks. Outside for tracks. All right, so he starts checking the door. He's trying to get the door because he always forgets how to use a door handle. So he's just like. I'll reach over him and unlatch it. Yeah. And then he falls out. He runs outside. He takes a quick shit. <laughs> and then he, runs, <laughs> he, run, he runs up over to find, start finding tracks with you. So let's roll some 
21. All right. So you see uh, an interesting thing. The tracks seemingly start to veer off to the left, which is more north than the southeast from Slave Town. Hmm. They're definitely the same tracks you've been following. Hold on. Let me look at the map. What's north, Bok Bok? North. He says, I don't know. I think I'm starting to understand. Oh, I understood that before he even said it. Is John a little garbly for you guys, too? Not just me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, John, you're a little garbly. I don't know why. Uh oh. Everyone else is good. The the goblin, he's, Bok Bok, he thinks a little bit. He says, Mmm, mmm. And and so it says more time road, more slave eat. That's true. <laughs> so I'll return to the car. Yeah, <laughs> we got a direction. Made, uh, made his brain hurt. <laughs> the goblins have veered north. Perhaps because the bounty of slaves they have to eat is so great that they are joyriding. Well, we better get on our way then. Yes. All right. So everyone gets uh, packed up, ready to go. Uh, You've got that old naked man lying on one of the couches. Everyone else is sitting. You hit the engine. You start taking off in the direction where you've uh, seen the tracks. Um, so a few hours actually goes by, and you're sitting there doing the same thing you've been doing for the past two days, just staring at horizon, looking for track marks to follow in the sand. That's sort of been your guide as you've been driving. Um, when you start to make out somewhat of a distortion in the distance horizon, and to you that distortion looks like that's probably dirt being picked up or being kicked up by other vehicles. You can't really make out the vehicles yet, but you make out, you know, it's clear horizon and like a little poof of sand and distortion. And you can tell that you found um, something, probably what you, the prey you've been tra- chasing, but you still need to get closer. So at this point, I'd like to know if you're going to continue driving towards it or if you have another plan. I'm just gonna, guys. I think we found it. Yeah. Okay. And so you move on yet again for another hour in that direction, and eventually, um, the land, the horizon landscape starts to be dotted with what is unmistakably vehicles. Um, you look sort of from left to right, and there are little dots on the horizon. You see about eight or nine um, vehicles of various sizes. They all look like large machinery. Nothing very small. I will clamber up to the front and my massive size and into the cabin area and say, all right, we wait for them to drink now, yes? So we'll follow at this distance. Yeah, I think it will be best if we approached at night when they're drunk and, as Bok Bok says, partying. (laughs) All right. Well, I will maintain the distance since it doesn't seem to be disturbing them. 
Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's just barely on the horizon. So if you're visible to them, they're visible to you. So at this juncture, you can't tell if you've been. There's nothing. There would be no way to know if they've seen you unless they start all of a sudden approaching your direction. Um, so you do cut the gas a little bit in order to keep them, I think, a, a little bit farther out. Um, yeah. So you can follow this way until nighttime. Is that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so um, you you decide that that's what's going to be the plan. You start to cut your engines a little bit, but and just keep them at a distance. But you do notice on the horizon, there's some some of the vehicles are getting large, and you can see them frontwards, not driving backwards, and they're heading to your location. Uh, you make out uh, roughly three vehicles. One looks like a very large bus. And the other one is two. They're two like old school like pickup trucks. They're, they're, flanking they're, they're them. Headed towards your location quickly. <clears throat> are they fl- are the two trucks flanking the bus? They're still uh, far out, but the trucks do appear to be. So the bus appears to be on a direct course towards you, and mm. the trucks appear to be moving to a flanking position to sort of cut off if you decide to turn. Oh, I love that as All they right. move out. Yeah. Well, seems like we don't have much of a choice in this case. We're going to have to get ready for a potential fight. Yeah, the looters, we wouldn't be able to abandon the truck without it being unusable upon our return. They'd pick it like vultures, Nash says. Probably poop in it, too. Yeah. <laughs> All it's right. just that way. Um, you, do, uh, you do have the binoculars, remember, so if you want to get a better look, that's something you can do. Where are we in relation to Slaver Town right now? Yeah, Slaver Town would be southwest. Okay. Southeast. Southeast. Okay, so we're probably. Right I'll pull out the binoculars. Yeah, are we like on the S of Shardnock? You don't exactly know where you are. Okay. Okay. I'm just looking at the map here. I mean, if you have if you haven't been tracking it yourself, then you don't know. I can't tell. I can't help you in that way. Okay. This game doesn't have auto map. <laughs> Darn, that'd be super handy. <laughs> Just saying, it'd be useful. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I think we need to get into positions for a fight. Do we have anything that can take out a vehicle? I'm afraid that bus-like object is uh, full of goblins. Hope, did you fit this thing with a harpoon? What's a harpoon? Big old hook on the front of the car. You launch it out hardcore like the no, video I got, game. I, I got some guns over here. I've got some guns in here. You've got the stick in here. Uh, Shit. That's not as good as a harpoon. Is there any magic you could do to maybe take out a tire while they're on the way? Nash. Yes. It's called Thunder Wave. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> no, um, hmm. How far are they, Bo? Uh, well, they look like they'll be on your location in the next 15 minutes. All right. Um, that's a ways off. I don't have that kind of range. But when they get here, um, let's see. Earth Tremor causes I'll tremor. start slowing down. I don't want to play chicken with this massive vehicle. Actually, that might not... Not the chicken part. Not the chicken part. The driving part might not be a bad idea because then we limit our numbers if we're facing a large force with the bus. 
They'd have so, to come over one at a time. Exactly, and we've all seen how nimble our friend is. Meaning they would fall off probably because they jump and they're silly. Oh, right, because they're clumsy little goblins. Yes. All right, all right so I'll keep driving. Unless we can somehow make some sort of hook that I could be underground for, and as the car drives over the top of me, I snag the hook, and that's attached to a rock, and the rock goes flying into the back of its own truck and explodes the whole thing. Well, it's a good thought for next time, Vorel. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on getting the hook first. <laughs> Baby uh, steps, but uh, I, like, I like where your head's at. We need a harpoon. Here, here's the deal. Thunderwave. <laughs> Thunderwave actually isn't a bad choice. When they get close enough, casting Thunderwave would push, would would gain us ground if we're trying to gain ground for some reason. So just keep it in mind if we need to call on that. As, would, assuming it works on cars the way it does on creatures. I don't actually know, Bo. Uh, well, it pushes people 10 feet. So if you were on the roof of a car and you cast Thunderwave, you'd knock a bunch of people off. There's a chance it could blow them out the window because it is thunder. You could smash like smash windows and knock people out. Well, not you mean in our own car? In your own car or any car? Okay, yeah, because because if I get up on the roof, sort of out of, I'm not going to cast this from within the cabin. Right. I'd want to cast it from the roof, and if we've got somebody riding up next to us trying to basically, you know, latch on or yeah, jump so your, over. your vehicle's ten ten feet across. So if you if you had enemies on top on the top of your vehicle, or if you're on an enemy vehicle. You could cast it and blow people off of the roof because 10 feet. Generally speaking, most vehicles are going to be at maximum 10 feet wide. Okay. Right? Well, so, then. And yours knocks 10 feet. So, so then, John, John, as leader, I would, uh, I would inform you that there's two things I can offer here. One is that as a defensive play uh, if we get some proximity problems. And two, uh, good old reliable firebolt is excellent for targeting engines and fuel, exterior fuel tanks if they have any. And, um, you know, I can use those at range and uh, maybe blow somebody up. We might I feel like your us. place and advantage on the roof is going to be paramount. There are as many things you can do up there to help us. Strap me in. On. We may not have the option to destroy the bus, as we'll need it to move and ferry people home. So this might be our stand. Declare Bak Bak King. Challenge for right of the tribe and turn around. Are there, are there other cars? Are, have, have more cars continued on the main road or is everybody seeming to come to us? Um, well, it's hard to see, but you made out, uh, Hope and made out eight or nine vehicles and only three are approaching you right now. Okay. Cool. So okay. bus is approaching us and the two flanking trucks right now. Right. Another thing to consider is even in the town, we had to fight a few goblins before a challenge was presented we may have to do some form of proving our strength before they'd be willing to even listen. What if I was the lizard god they believe me to be? We have tools. We could do a thunderous clap from behind while I flex and sand explodes in the air. We could perhaps <laughs> uh, throw worms at them as gifts <laughs> that rain from on high. I mean, they're easily seduced by these things. I like taking advantage of the dumb the dumb goblins. I, I'm I I like this thinking. This is good. They're little. They're dipshits. We should take advantage of that. 
I mean, look at Bok Bok. He's the biggest dipshit in the van. <laughs> what is Bok 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 like, right now? Mm, <laughs> 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 he's just flexing. For, for audio listeners, he's flexing. Yeah. Are we about to be attacked, or would they be willing to talk? Bok Bok. Two whole cars of goblins coming here. What do? What what they do? <laughs> mm, they, <laughs> they fight and prove and eat. Prove. Fight, prove, eat. In that order. It's a great book and a movie. Yeah. I believe Julia Roberts was in that one. <laughs> uh, it sounds like we're going to have to fight and prove ourselves before we can do anything else. Yeah. We make our stand. I mean, we're going to be moving, but we make our stand. I think if we had Vorel and Nash on the roof, there's enough distance between the two at two different points where you could both be up there. Hope you keep driving, and I'll watch the inside in here. <laughs> the inside, so dangerous in there. Keep that know, inside. Maybe they get in through the door. It's stranger things. Got some windows we can stab through. Sure. Can anyone All cast right. other illusions? Does anyone have any kind of like illusionary kind of anything? There's stuff we could do to address up this idea that Varel is, you know, Lord of I Lizards. Mean, I mean, I do, but I don't know how effective it's going to be. Hmm. We've got some car pots. We could. Make him a crown. Not a bad idea, actually. I love that. I'll start. I'll start digging through the scraps and seeing what's in the car, seeing if there's something to kind of dress up, increase my silhouette. Vorel, make yourself look like the most badass warlord the world has ever known. Can do. Um, Can so for, for for items relating to that, you might be able to find like a metal. Uh, you know the metal. It's like a gasket, like a you know part of a tire rim or something like that that you might be able to use. But apart from that, it's mostly piping and and uh, just like like specific engine parts. Not you know, there's a there's a piston in there, for example. It doesn't really serve as a the crown, but there there is a there is a metal tire. It's a tire rim. Uh, you could. Nothing very convincing in there without some, some work, I'd say. What is could... uh, disguise or the role for that sort of thing these days? For making a disguise? Yeah. Maybe deception? Um, it's deception. Deception? Okay. Well, I will yeah. go. I will put on the hubcap, hopefully with little screws still in it so it has a little bit of a rim. I will take a spare tire around to me like a sash. And turn around to my compatriots with a five and say, Well, hold on. I think <laughs> it needs one more thing and press the digitation. Now, little bouts of flame are sprouting out from three different points of the crown. Okay, and that can be ongoing. Does that have a duration? One hour. Okay, so, and the little tiny flames are shooting out of the crown. Awesome. But- <laughs> I love Nash that. I love that. Oh, yeah. we, we're not the true test. And I turn to Bok Bok. Bok Bok! Alright, performance, please. <laughs> uh, nine. 
Am I a god? He says, yes, 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 you god. Lizard god, I do what you ask. But he doesn't seem like, he isn't the the, the awe that you're looking he for. He was already in on that yeah. level, right? Like, he was already sort of into you we as god. We haven't increased this. Yeah. Presence. As you guys are discussing it, you do hear, you do hear in the background a faint little... And there's like the sound of music starts. I think we're about to be attacked by Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he brought the little guy with him. <laughs> I almost said the M word. Hope you run up quickly to the front and have a look at it, and you see that the bus is getting closer. Oh, wait, what was Hope not doing at the wheel? <laughs> <laughs> she was looking back, she was looking back and discussing. Oh, okay. I was going to say we had a real cartoon right. moment. You were looking, you were looking back. Put a brick on the you gas. were looking back and discussing, and you're like, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Because there isn't much yeah. to keep an eye out for in the wasteland, right? And um, and you look front, and you see there are like, the whole thing is infested with goblins. This bus, it's like a city bus. And outside every single one of the windows, it looks like there's a goblin with a fist raised up screaming. And on top, you can see a dozen goblins riding on the, like on the top and like running around. They're jumping and run, 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 run. And there's like, must be some music playing. Another feature of the bus that you now make out is you see a giant, uh, uh catapult mechanism attached to the top of the bus. Great. <laughs> Awesome. And you see you see uh, goblins start to clamber into the catapult. And, uh, yeah, like, they're just they're, they're hanging around. It looks like maybe they'll be... If you had to guess, you're, you're about to be rained upon by goblins in the next ten minutes. We are going to definitely need to take out these vehicles, and we're going to need to prepare for a goblin attack. I think everybody needs to get on top. Except for hope, you keep trying. <laughs> All right, I, I yeah. if that's still a requirement, I don't know. Sometimes remember to tie yourselves down. This is gonna get bumpy. Is there rope in here? Where's the rope? We have rope. <laughs> yeah. Well, remember, there's two handlebars that you can crouch and hold onto it on the top. Oh, they've been like Otherwise, welded there. Otherwise, you can just stand and balance on the top of the RV. Yeah. So you guys climbing up to the roof. Yeah. Yep. yeah. All right. You climb up to the roof and feel the warm, hot sun beating down upon you, but the cool wind rushing into your face because you know you're going 60 miles an hour. It's pretty fast, and you see that bus in all its glory. And there's like rock. Someone's playing like a loud. There's like these loudspeakers. And they're all going. And even Bok Box kind of like starting to beat his head a bit. And, and there's a giant catapult that's filling up with, with goblins uh, ready to be launched at, at you guys. And, um, <laughs> I love this so much! All right, sorry, I'm getting all excited. And, and, yeah, and they're like, just like, ah, 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 and then you right. see, like, you see a couple of goblins out the front, they've got guns, and they're going, they're shooting their just handguns, and these smoke trails are flying off from it. And the two trucks, meanwhile, they're pretty distant. They're, like, sort of covering off if you try to flank left or right that they kind of catch you. So they're, But you see they have about six to eight goblins in each of those two. They're sort of covered in goblins in the cab area. Cool. Um, as, uh, as soon as I see them getting ready to launch the catapult, I'm no. going to slam on the brakes. I'm going to okay. be ready to stop and then start it up again. Yeah. 
Now, I'm, I'm not going to give a lot of advice going forward about driving, but keep in mind you have three people on the roof of your car and slamming on the brakes. That's <laughs> why so I told them to tie themselves down. Well, we only got two okay. sets They're of They're tied by a rope to the top. This is going to be okay. I still don't think this is going to feel very good. <laughs> Are there two sets of handlebars or three? What's All right, fine. I won't slam on the brakes, I'm just, but I I'm will saying, turn. Yeah. I will okay. cut hard to the, the right. You'll cut hard to the right? Okay, perfect. So... The bus starts to get closer. You guys are already on top of the 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 truck. The bus gets closer. Nash, and gets if closer. it gets in range, you need to take out the tires if possible. You see, you start to see the bus driver, and it's this large goblin. He's got the it's not the it's not the Goblin King that you recognize, but he's got these these goggles on, and like he's got like these sort of this hat with antennas on it, and these things. And he's like, ah, and he's got his drive stick, and he's like, <laughs> and he's staring you down, and he's coming straight at you, to, like he's playing chicken with you. Okay, well, I'll play is, chicken with him. All right. This bus is coming straight at you, and as it gets within range, you see the goblins get on top, and whew. All right, and that's what I'm going to goblins, it. Four goblins fly into the air, so you're going to turn left then? I'm going to take it to the right and kind of curve around to see if they, they, they aim to throw off their sure. aim. Okay, so as they fly into the air and they see they're not going to land on top of the truck, uh, can you roll a piloting uh, skill check, please? Yes. I love this whole scene. I'm seeing it all right now. 17. 17. Okay, um, so you're, you, sw- you, start, you start swinging to the left. I need everyone on the top of the roof to roll a dexterity save right. with advantage. Ooh, I am so glad you said with advantage. Oh, maybe. 19. 15. Uh, 17. Okay, so you all feel a jerk in your body. You're like, whoa, and then, like, and you hold on quickly. My as hat. the sudden. <laughs> yeah, your crown goes flying off. <laughs> your crown is off. It's gone. <laughs> and going right, everyone holds on to the thing. No, nobody falls off. Now the goblins are in midair. They're waving, flailing around. They see they're not going to land because you decided to drive out of the way. But from their packs, they all pull out these like steel balls. They've got handfuls of balls. It's these, and they, they they start throwing it at the thing, at you guys on the roof. And so I'm just going to roll a couple of dice here. I bet they're okay. explosive. So uh, most of them miss, but one of them flies into the van, and another uh, three land on top, and they're all ticking. Shit. Uh, so, uh, you can you all. Thunderwave. <laughs> <laughs> you mind, you've got teammates up there. They're all ticking and they all go. <laughs> Boom, they blow up. Uh, can everyone here roll a constitution save, please? Yeah. 20. Not okay. natural. Natural one. Okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, eight. <laughs> Eight. Okay, so um, the the explosive explode. All right, including the one inside the truck, but it doesn't hit you, Hope. But it blows out the windows in the vehicle. No! (laughs) I just put those in. (laughs) And then the ones uh, the ones on the truck blow up. Uh, You guys take uh, six points of damage each. Damn. Except for Varel. Varel, the shrapnel hits you, but doesn't penetrate your scales. You're just like. Weird. What a weird kind of rain. Um, yeah. Six points, then, you said? Then, Sorry. Yeah. And then okay. the goblins, after he's throwing their killing, you know, volley, 
all just poof, like hit the ground together. It's like four goblins uh, hit the ground and bounce off of it, and they don't appear to be moving. And the truck's continuing on. Now, as you take to your left, the bus, the bus driver with the goggles is like spinning his wheel around. I'm turning too because I'm going to see if I can get around behind him and stand. Well, he's trying on his to. Butt. You've turned right first. Yes. So he's turning right into behind you. Okay. As as well as there is, you're driving in towards another uh, truck uh, in front of you because of the flank, and there's another truck behind you. Okay. And so as you guys are driving, you guys are still on the roof. Um, you see that the bus is still, the bus is starting to pursue you. So you're you're not able to get in behind it right now. All right. So Stanley had a good idea. Uh, oh, uh, hmm. What what's the range on now on the bus from uh, from where we are on the roof? Uh, it's maybe 100, 120 feet away at this point, behind you. It's mm, too far for, for Fireball. You can wait till it gets into range. What is it? Oh, no, my range is 120 feet. What'd you, how far did you say? 120 feet. Oh, let's, let's fire one off. I want to try to take out the tire. Stanley's right. That's a smart idea. Okay, roll the ranged attack, please. All right, here we go. Keep forgetting I don't have real dice at the moment. Okay. 13. Okay, 13. Um, so you fire a firebolt and you shoot it at the wheel well. Like the wheel well lights on fire, but it doesn't appear to have done anything that has, has appears to have no effect. There's a bunch of flame spewing out of that wheel well, but uh, the, the bus is still moving along and you're not clear on the impact of it. Doesn't appear to have pierced anything. Just to just to take a moment here to remind everybody that so far Nash's fireballs are shit garbage. In this Remember, game. though, you're shooting fireballs. Fireball is a level three. Right, spell right, right. I keep saying way fireball. better. I see. Yeah, okay. fireball is a scary spell. Just to be clear, right? If that was a fireball ball you threw at the vehicle, it'd probably explode. Yeah, I don't have those. It's either. not a fireball that you have. No. These are basic attacks. So yeah, don't feel just, bad. You'll get there. Yeah, Someday no, I'll, I'll get fireball. there one day. I just wish my bolt. Yeah did more but that's fine uh, to be clear a fireball i think explodes in a 30 foot radius for like 66 damage or something ridiculous like that it, right. it, it'll, you'll know what, when you have a fireball varel had his hand up oh yeah i was gonna say the bus is armored i can jump on the hood lift it to expose the engine and nash can fire inside wind going and so so this is a uh, as you've got a closer look this isn't a school bus this is like a city bus oh so the engine's flat. actually in the rear on the oh, oh, oh yeah. damn it yeah. stupid rear engines yeah so what you're looking at is a, f- a flat front end and you know um now the window's quite big and the, and the, the driver's there and you see a bunch of goblins inside just like oh let me get at the rear is the window up um, does he has a window or are we just blowing air through there uh he doesn't have any windows open the front windshield is is still intact it's intact oh okay because yeah, yeah. Varel, I mean, I, you know, Nash looks at Varel. My fire did shit. You could jump on the front of this thing and tear that thing off and rip that goblin driver out. I, it may kill you, but it might be worth it. <laughs> I have a better idea. <laughs> goblins hold the key to their own destruction. The back. The back exhaust. We slip one of their bombs down that. How do we get around Is this there? a bus with the one coming up the top, or is it coming out the bottom hole? What, wait, what? The exhaust. The exhaust. Is it coming out the top like a trucker kind of? Uh, it comes out the top, actually. Yeah, for the bus. Awesome. It comes out, yeah. Okay, so I just. On the to... back. 
So you could leave. Yeah. Run across the top of it, steal a bomb from a nearby goblin, and throw it down the hole. Okay. Perhaps you have ten goblins roughly to run through on the top right now. Oh, they're all oh, because the catapult. Yeah, there's a bunch of them on there, and there's more getting into the catapult as you. What's the catapult made out of? Uh, it looks like pieces of wood, steel, a lot of improvised technology. There's a spring in there. Nash, can you use your firebolt on the catapult? Absolutely. My eyes getting all red, and I'm going to cast this thing, so let's cast it. All right, let's make a ranged attack. All right. Ten. Ten. Uh, okay, so it doesn't hit. It nails one of the goblins in front of it. So roll your damage dice. Okay. There's a, there's a whole pile of goblins in front. Remind me which one that is. Damage is six. One, uh, D6, one right? One D10 for a firebolt, I think. Oh, oh, oh. No, no, you're right. Sorry, my bad. Okay, here we go. Seven. Okay, so you nail one of the, the goblins and... Ah! And the fire just sort of gets caught on fire. And he just he does a suicidal jump off the side... Dives headfirst into the sand off the bus. Oh. Firebolt <clears throat> works. I just want to again take a moment. <laughs> it has uses. Woo! Well, except right. for the fact where you were aiming for the catapult, but. <laughs> all right. So, so, so as all this is happening, the truck that was in front of you is now playing chicken with you. Um, so it's it's about. It looks like it's at ramming speed right in front of you. I'd like to know what you want to do, Hope. All right, cool. So I see the bus behind me. I see the truck in front of me. I'm going to try and slow down as much as I can. And then right at the last second, run my way to the right and see if we can get the truck and the bus to hit each other head on. Okay. Uh, interesting. So roll a, a piloting check. Natural 20. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay, so you, <laughs> this is you. You're just like, you've got the look of determination in your eye. You see Checking there's a the... there's a goblin there, and he's got like a pier piercing in one of his ears. He's like, <laughs> and this is you. Cut to you. Just driving with determination to cut to him with a maniacal. <laughs> and then this is you. And then the cars get real close. You, you make a hard right. I need the team, the rest of the team, to roll dexterity save, please. Okay. <laughs> with advantage? No. No. Five. Nineteen. Four. <laughs> Fourteen. Okay. Alright, you take a you take a hard right at the last second. Drive out of the way. The the bus and the 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 truck collide together. Smashing. There's a big explosion. Unfortunately, Varel hasn't made it with the rest of the truck, and as the explosion goes off, this goblet this uh, lizard focus like ah! he's about twenty feet in the air. Um, you're gonna take some fall damage as the explosion happens behind you. Uh, let me see, where's my dice? Uh, take thirteen points of fall damage. Uh, you hit the ground with a thud, boof, bounce, and there's this big trail where your body's just like. Cutting across the sand, the explosion's huge. The truck, uh, the the bus and the truck hit and both clap up in like this V. Um, the bus overpowers it and flips, and it's bouncing down the desert like. And the goblins are flying off from it, including inside. This like a goblin shaker. There's just goblins getting like destroyed at the smithereens inside the bus. 
Um, and it goes down. Now there's still one more truck, and it's still chasing you. And, and so as soon as you see the explosion fire, you see another truck go shoo. And this one has eight more goblins, and it's driving real fast now, intensely trying to chase after you. I'm turning around. We got to get Burrell. Yeah, we can't leave okay. him. So right. I'll uh, drive up to his body, get out of the driver's seat, kick open the door, drag him in. Okay, well, so you're making another sudden turn of 180 degrees. Um, so roll a save, Stanley. <laughs> Here comes more of us off the side. Dexterity. Told uh, you safest. to tie yourselves to the roof. 14. Shut up. Really? I'm still up there, right? Yeah. 14 also. That's crazy. Okay, you guys latch on. It's getting so annoying, these sudden, like, near-death experiences. She turns 180. So you turn back, and um, sorry, you're not in the driver's seat now? Sounded like you said you wanted to get up. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna drive to where Varel is. Okay. Stop the car. Get get up. Open the door. Get him in. Yeah. Okay, Shut so the with the, with, as you turn around, the truck's following you and following your movements to turn around. You hit the brakes, rush over to open the door. Um, he's lying on the ground. Uh, you're still alive, though, right? That didn't kill you. Bro. Oh yeah, no, that was about. I have twelve hit points left. All right, so. the truck, the oh. truck, uh, the truck, Jeez. the truck runs up to you. The door swings open. You see Hope motion you in. The I jump hand. in. All right, you jump in, and as you jump in, the the, the truck that's chasing you drives by. And a whole bunch of spikes and javelins come out to attack you, Pharrell. The door. Uh, he's not. He's not in yet. Ah. Uh. Uh, let's see. Okay, what's your AC at the moment? Fourteen. Yeah. Okay. So two uh, spikes stab you. Not spikes, but like they, they these, these goblins on the back. They're holding large javelin-style things, and they're like. Trying to fish fish at you with it, basically. Um, just let me get the dice here. Okay, you're going to take ten points of damage. Okay, I'm holding on two points. And the the two you get pierced on both arms with it, and because they haven't let go, you're now getting dragged down the road with two oh, two damn. things on the side. I'm back in the driver's seat. We're going after it. <laughs> All right, so now you're behind the Ford. You see. Varel like hooked uh, he's like struggling with it they're behind him and uh, you're chasing after him you've got pedal to the metal you're right behind him um, I would like to you roll an overheating save please oh, shoot. oh no okay come on fate four dude don't let us down Difficulty it's gonna be like my real car all right. Um, what's the ability I roll with? It? Um, it's going. Oh, just just a save. So it's going to be you're rolling a d twenty. You don't you don't add anything. Oh, okay, it's a seven. Okay, the engine. You hear the engine pop. No, <laughs> no. You can see smoke is billowing about it. You've got about ten more minutes left on this baby before that's it. So it's still it's driving, but. Cut. It, but your visibility is now nothing. There's like black smoke in front of you. You can you can kind of make out where the truck is, but you're gonna need someone to help you navigate. Okay, is it is it? Can I roll down my side window, kind of turn the truck to the side, and then make it go parallel so I can see the truck out of yep. the driver's side yeah. window? Yeah, you put you, you put it into you put it into top gear. You start you that. put your pedal down. This is the fastest moving RV in the history of RVs. <laughs> you start driving up behind Stanley and Nash. Because you're high up, this is a very tall RV, you see the truck 
pulling up next to you on the left, and you see Varel on the opposite side, being like strung up by these two spikes in him. He's he's not in good shape. Mm. There are four goblins in the cab and two goblins in the truck in the pickup truck proper. And about is it alongside us? Uh, it's about three feet now. She's uh, hopes pulled up right up next to it. I've gotten a gun from my my box too, so yeah, yeah you're 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 parallel with their seats, so you could uh, you can make an attack roll if you like. I'm gonna shoot at the driver. Okay, he's going. He's undercover. Okay, do does that mean disadvantage or it, means, it just means it's a difficult shot? He's gonna get a bonus to his AC. Okay, cool. I got a um, twenty five. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so you take your. Uh, it was a hand. You have a handgun. You can't hold both hands and drive, right? So you take. Yeah, yeah. There. So it's just a little one. Okay, roll your damage dice. All right. So, so fourteen damage. Okay, fourteen damage. Uh, you fire across, and his head explodes. There's like oh, blood, and brain everywhere inside the car. Uh, but with his body jerking, the body spins the wheel. And the truck takes a sharp left. Okay. Um, I'm going to need you to roll a dexterity save, Varel. Okay. Uh, oh, is this a dexterity saving throw? Saving throw. So just your saving modifier. Cool. Then I have advantage on it, thanks to my level two barbarian. All right. 15. Okay, 15. So you feel, you see the explosion. You know that you feel the jerk of the car. You use your might to wrest yourself free and just jump onto the ground and tumble and roll. Okay, so, and you've, you've ripped the goblins off the truck. Now the truck takes a sharp left and and because and, it's too sharp of a left, it flips over and is now bloop, 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 flipping down. Boom, boom, boom. The goblins are flying everywhere uh, out of it like a salt shaker. Uh, and it just goes doom, 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 doom. Now your RV slowly grinds to a halt as it can't take any more, and an explosion in the front of the truck happens. Ugh. And it explodes up in your face. Can you roll a dexterity saving throw? Yes. 13. 13. Okay, so you manage just to duck down under the sort of on the floor of the thing as a pile of shrapnel flies out from the front of your RV into uh, the cab of the um, vehicle, and you miss it. You don't take any damage. Wow. Alright, now as Varel's like uh, just sort of kneeling there, some of the goblins have survived the fall as well, and they're starting to run towards Varel. Varel looks pretty helpless. I'm gonna jump down. Stanley and and Nash, you see this happening. Uh, Stanley, yeah? Yeah, I'm gonna jump down and rush over. If I can get to him before any goblins, I'll cast Cure Wounds on him. Okay, so let's have Nash and Stanley roll for initiative, please. All right. Actually, let's do Varel and Hope as well. Okay. Okay, so everybody. I've apparently hurt my ankle getting down because <laughs> it's not good. Twelve. Six oh, for geez. my initiative. Stanley, okay. Twelve for Nash. Yeah. Eighteen. Eighteen for Hope. Nineteen. 19 for Varel. Okay, so just to set this all up, Stanley, Nash, and Hope, you run, you rush out of the vehicle to Varel's aid and form a circle around him, where he's sort of kneeling, uh, sitting in the middle. 
and four goblins uh, from all various sides from the catastrophe that's just occurred here in the desert start approaching. Uh, one of them has a handgun. Two of them have um, these makeshift axes, and one of them has a long spear. And they're slowly, everyone's sort of in a standoff position. We'll find out what happens after the break. Oh, <laughs> damn. All right. Uh, that's a break, everybody. That means we'll be back in five or so. Uh, take your time if you all got to pee or whatever you got to do. And uh, we'll be back here shortly. So don't go anywhere. Sweet. To make up what the DM says, we'll interpret. Yeah, we're winning. We're winning. All right, we are recording again. So, Bo, whenever you want. I know you just sat down, so take your time, whatever. But yeah, I just put a blueberry in my mouth. Wow, a good Jeez. berry. It's good for you. Yep. So, you guys are um, Hope, Stanley, Pharrell, uh, Nash. Pharrell, yep. you're sitting in the middle, sort of breathing deeply. The wounds seeping into you. There's two spears uh, wedged into either one of your arms. Still living, but it's painful. Hope and Nash and Varel, you've moved into a circle around them, and there are four goblins approaching your position. Uh, one has a revolver. One has a um, a javelin, uh, like a long spear, like a, a harpoon, if you will, but no rope on it. And um, there are two crude battle axe wielding guys. And uh, as they approach you, you hear from the smoke behind of one of the vehicles. You see Bok Bok run out behind one of the the goblins and attempt to jump on one of them. Uh, so he jumps, whoosh, grabs him from behind. And he starts stabbing with the I don't know. He's got like a spike for like a, like a piece of a rusted metal like shrapnel from a vehicle and he's nur, 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 just, just take one spiking its neck like this Jeez. and um and yeah so overall now it's your turn three goblins remain all right would uh would removing the are, are they in my arms in my chest where are these they're they're you were spears. speared from behind as you went to go get into the vehicle mm. so they're in the they're, they're like these sort of wings that you have on either side oh so they're like and kind of with weight hanging off my back yeah that's right like gotcha. you're being you're being held by them and, and drug along the vehicle before you were freed all right with kind of a you know boom 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 boom, boom grenade going off kind of standing up and i'm still in that rage from i activated as i was grabbed by the truck and i'm back in the desert see the sun i'm a little confused i don't know who's in front of me and with arms sort of limp at my side, I'll just open my maw and just spit throat flowing between my teeth and rud blood running down my scales and just charge at the one with the spear for a bite okay. attack on him. Very good. Let's roll an attack. Okay, it is a 12. A 12. Okay, so you run at the goblin um, and you go to make your bite attack towards him. I have to... Where's my mo my stat sheet? Sorry. Uh, let's see. It's taking a long time to load. Sorry. Um, that is a miss. So you run you run towards uh, and go make your bite attack. Arrgh! You make a wild bite in the air and get nothing. The, the, the goblin uh, nimbly sidesteps. Arrgh! Looks looks mad at you. 
Then I will use my bonus action for the hungering jaws. Okay. With a what's the wording on it? A reckless attack for advantage. For I am raging. Uh thirteen. Thirteen? Okay, add your damage dice, please. Oh, sweet. It's a eight points of damage on the bite. Okay, so you go, you, you miss with the first bite, ah, and the goblin is sort of pr- prideful that he managed to dodge that. The look of, look of, uh, you know, just satisfaction in his face for having made a sweet move, and then you bite a second time, uh, <laughs> and this one connects. Where are you biting him? I was just going for the face. Okay, so Smash you take a face. bite, you take on a uh, bite of his face, and your jaws crush his skull between your mouth, and you feel uh, warm uh, blood drip into there, and it's delicious. And my eyes roll back and I His gain body goes loose. <laughs> you stand up straight and you've got a goblin dangling from your mouth now. Yeah. All right, Hope. All right, is the one with the revolver still coming in? Yeah. All right, I'm going to take aim at him. And I'm going to fire off around from my shotgun with a 12. Okay. You take a you, you line up around a buckshot and it, it flies past his head. And he goes ah! <laughs> because even more enraged, that goblin uh, takes his revolver, spins the you know the this round thing where the bullets are, whatever that is chamber. And is sure. And then he I don't know. cocks it back and he takes a shot at the person who just aggroed him, and the shot goes wide, <laughs> misses. Uh, another goblin runs towards you, Stanley, this time with axe out. Uh, just, he's like, Aah! runs up into your face, um, takes a swing, whew, nothing but air. Nash, the other goblin, makes his way towards you. I think I've added a goblin to this. There are five goblins. There are, there are four. <laughs> Surprise! That, that, that Extra goblin, goblin, goblin appeared. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see him. He just like all of a sudden the goblin's in your face, takes a swing at you. You see it see the swing right in front of your face but it misses um nash your turn good lord all right um i would like to use my staff uh the one that just missed me no can i swing my staff that has the big nail in the front of it and just snag him in the head and throw him to the ground with it yep okay i want to do that roll an attack roll please all right That's, uh, you have a plus. Two oh yeah, hit. yeah. I do have a. Hold on. Glad you said that. Hold on. This is plus. Wait, what am I adding it to? You're adding your two. Or sorry, it is two. There it is. Okay. So that is. Uh, was it with one hand or two hands? By the way. Uh, it is a two-handed. Uh, okay. weapon. So yes, two hands. Uh, so that would be 11 total. Uh, 11? Okay, so you go to make a swing. Shoo, you slap the ground next to him as the, the goblin nimbly sidesteps you. Did you have any bonus actions to take? or? Um, no, and everyone keeps movement. asking in the like all week when I'm going to use the inspiration you gave me. Yeah. I keep being tempted, but this is not it. I'm not using it yet. I'm saving it for a better thing. Okay. All right, sure. That's one hell of a um, cool, that's one hell of an exhausted ability to just lose. So I'm waiting for a major moment. Sure. Okay? Well, people get advantage all the time, but I 
I understand. It's okay. Right. I, I, you know, I've done the same thing. I have inspiration in my home game uh, where I'm a player, and I haven't used it. It's seconds, like you and so. loot boxes. You're just keeping them for some weird rainy day. I just, I want it you for can, some... But you, only, you can only have a max of one, meaning if you role play awesome and I want to give you inspiration, I can't give it to you. Right, but I don't know how, I don't know how generous you are with inspiration. You know what I mean? Like, I've... You and I are friends, but I don't know. Maybe you're stingy. Honestly, I probably should have given it out four or five times, but I forget most of the time. <laughs> so I'm just so enthralled go. by your performances so, that I'm like, oh, shit. So same result then, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll hang on to it for now. No bonus moves, nothing. I'm just going to. Okay. Stanley. All right. Well, Vorel seems to be smashing skulls nicely, and this fellow with an axe has... Uh, earned my ire, so I'm going to pull out my rapier and try to stab him. And that is going to be a 13 to hit. Okay. Uh, roll your damage dice. That is 8 damage. Okay, so you take your rapier and where are you stabbing him? Uh, the eye. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you just you take your rapier, make a make a thrust, it enters into his eye, and you can feel it hit the back of his skull, but it doesn't pierce the skull because the skull is very difficult to pierce. Just you can hear it as it hits the back, and then you pull it out. And it comes out with an eyeball, and just like um, brain and blood starts seeping out one eye, and it goes ah, and falls to his knees and drops down, uh, twitching. You ought to kill All him, right? Because right? so, he went through his brain, so yeah. that's the end of that it's goblin. Spock box turn. He's still stabbing the corpse, even though it's dead. He's still killing the one that he's done. Um, Varel, it's your turn. Okay. He's <laughs> just beating away <laughs> on a dead goblin. That's I mean, he... yeah. Oh, okay. I've got uh, my two arms limp at my sides, the goblin in my mouth. I let go of the goblin, turn to the side. What am I seeing? Go- I got uh, So you see, you see Stanley, Hope, and Nash sort of in that circle that you left. And they each are facing a goblin down. Okay, who's got the pistol? Uh, the one facing Hope. Okay, cool. Then I would just charge that one. Okay. And I will do another reckless bite attack. This time with a... 17. Okay, uh, roll your damage dice. I bite him for 7. Okay, um, so where do you bite him? Uh, I guess it would be on, so I'm coming up behind him, so I would just bite him right on the neck and try to give him a little bit of a crocodile twist. Okay, so <laughs> crocodile twist. <laughs> what is a crocodile twist? Uh, like, like uh, a dog rope would be a dog going, and a crocodile twist would be when you oh. bite something, and then just start kind of oh. spinning. With gotcha, it a like making sure yeah. it's you whiplash it to make sure it's dead, kind of. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you do that. Um, you bite it. His eyes go wide and his fear and horror. Ah! He's just there. He's still alive in your jaws as you sink your teeth into it. Blood, fresh, warm goblin blood running into your mouth. Ugh. You don't have you don't have him caught. You just you bit him. Argh, give him a shake, and you know he wiggles free, but he's still right in front of you. Uh, okay, hope. All right, I'm gonna take another shot at the little bugger with a twenty, not natural. Okay, roll your damage dice. All right, eight eight damage. Okay, so just just as Varel. You know, has the bite released? You line up a shot, and the goblin's head explodes all in Varel's face. He's just covered. 
And, you know, think Pulp Fiction. He's just blood and brain, just like it blew up right in his face. He's covered in it. Does he? Like, does he get out. extra? You don't get any extra hit points by licking that off or anything weird, right? <laughs> I look fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so the goblin now facing Stanley uh, is going to take another swing at you. Wait, I thought I killed the goblin that was in front of me. Oh, shit, you did. Oops. Is there another surprise goblin appears? Right. No! <laughs> the, goblin face, the goblin facing Nash swings his axe at you, Nash, and uh, hits. Oh, what? Uh, you take uh, seven points of damage. What? So just whoo, the, 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 the axe swings ah! with one backhand. And there's a he cuts. Whew, just feel his cut across your chest. Oh my and lord! Cool, and you can feel it's starting to burn with pain. Okay. Um, Nash, it is now your turn. All right. I would like to throw a uh, a bubble of acid in his face. Okay. Does that require Whoa. a spell attack or? Um, it, it is a. It's a spell attack. It's a cantrip. Uh, so here's, I'm trying to make sure this isn't going to be some kind of weird thing that's going to splash all over Stanley. No, this isn't, no, I'm looking at it here. Target must succeed on a saving throw. It hits automatically. Oh, it does. All right. So yeah, I just need to roll. Awesome. So I just roll a D6 and I got it. Hold on. Uh, I have to roll a constitution. Oh yeah. Go, go, dex- go ahead. Dexterity 13. Okay. Um, and what's my dexterity modifier? Ooh, it's a hit. Okay. Just barely a hit. All right, here's my damage. Three. Okay. <laughs> sounds cool. Who's laughing at his damage? <laughs> <laughs> I pictured this amazing bubble of acid, and then it, the reality. Well, he fired the bubble into the face of the goblin. And his skin is covered. It's this little, like, you make this little, like, piece of phlegm the size of a baseball, and you just whoosh, mm-hmm. fling it into his face, and it splashes all over, and his skin begins to melt. And you can tell he's an intense amount of pain. His face starts to like fall, drip down his sides, but he's still up and at him, ready to get at you. Stanley, it's your turn. All right, uh, it's just the one goblin left. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna move on over there, and we'll give stabbing that guy a, a attempt. Roll. Nope. Okay, we're just going with no. It's a two. It's not, it's not, it's not a critical failure, but it ain't going to get there. The, de- okay, the so definition you go, of you go, no. You're going to do a retake of the same sweet stab move you did. And you just, whoosh, just stab air. And you hope no one saw what you did because you missed pretty far. Um, all right. Uh, Box still stabbing. The corpse is now like a, a, a colander. Of blood, uh, Varel. Is the Nash one still going? Uh, y- yes. Oh, it's one left. He's writhing, but yeah. Cool. <laughs> then I will writhe like on the ground with his face all acid. He's not on the ground. His face is acid, but he's still in battle rage mode. He's not. Okay. Okay. Then. Because I have puss skills. I'm not, none of my anything puts anybody hey, down. Hey, look, at least you hit. I went over after making fun of you and just missed hitting him altogether. Yeah, so. I'm scary looking, but I got Nancy spells. Anyway, go ahead. I will do an attack on him. Uh, it's a reckless attack, so you have advantage against me. Uh, 21 to bite him. Okay. Um, so you go, where are you biting him? I'm going to bite him 
I guess if I'm on the side, I would just run up and just go on his shoulder. Okay. For six. Uh, for six points of damage. So as Nash sprays the bubble on his face and the sword goes swinging, you run up to him, grab him, bite down on his face, like near his neck, give him the shake like you do, and you feel the body go lifeless, like just a violent death, a violent, sudden, immediate death. That's great. The blood in this one doesn't taste as good because he doesn't have acid all over him. Uh, you are going to suffer uh, the acid damage. Uh, so you take two points of damage. Ah! <laughs> your tongue your tongue is like on fire right now. It's very uncomfortable. Um, yeah, you don't like it at all. It's like having the world's worst canker, like a lizard canker. Too many lizard warheads canker. for Borel. Yeah. Ew, a lizard canker. So I, will, I will let go and ah, to the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and and with that, there's the smoldering, fiery remains of several vehicles, Fate Four included. Although it's not remains, but it's smoking, billowing black smoke. Um, for now, everything seems quiet, but there were a lot of goblins on that bus. Hmm. I'm gonna roll a perception. Okay, twenty-two. More so to make sure I notice Bok Bok was Bok Bok and not some other goblin. <laughs> I'm in an intense amount of pain and. Yeah, I've been on quite the tirade. You don't want to end up. It's like a hospital. You don't want to end up with somebody else's baby. I love this. Yeah. So you, you survey the land. You look at Bok 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 Bok. He's still stabbing the body. Like he's trying to complete the holes in him. He's tenderizing this goblin. Um, that calms me you're, down. <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty sure it's, it's Bok Bok. Um, you have a look at the rest of the horizon. You don't detect any movement. You see a lot of goblin corpses, especially near the where the bus flipped up over. Um, some of them are charred and burning. Some of them are just maybe unconscious. You can't be sure that all of them are necessarily dead, but no movement. Mm, I will fall to my knees, go, not using my hands again, still limp at my side, and just, can someone remove these? I will go over and pull out the spears and then cast Cure Wounds on Varel. Okay. Um, as soon as I find cure wounds and what I need to do. To I'm curious, Varel, what are you, while he's looking that up, what are you, what's your uh, hit points right now? I am at three. Oh I have my three left. Gosh. Oh, wait, guys. no. No, battle ended. So I fell unconscious right now. Because <laughs> oh. those were bonuses. <laughs> so upon asking that, my rage fades and I fall unconscious into the sand. Oh, the brave lizard. Well, I will still go over and remove the spears and cast Cure Wounds on Varel. And he is going to get back seven hit points. Don't well, spend them all in one place. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Sweet. All right, so, so Varel, you're, you're back up and at him. Ah, my arms working. Stanley. Thank you. You're welcome, my friend. Now, we're going to need to make sure these goblins stay down. I'm not sure many of us are in a prime fighting condition at the moment. Hope, what can you do to potentially salvage the car? I'm checking on it. I've, I've taken the revolver from the goblin to get the ammo and the gun itself, and then I've gone to the vehicle to check and see. Add a, add a revolver to your inventory when you get a moment. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm, you go. 
Okay. Oh, sorry. sorry. Everyone wants to tell me what their plans are. Okay, yeah. so I'm just going to check the vehicle. Yeah. I'm going to start uh, checking bodies, uh, approach them, stab them through the head with the rapier, and then check the corpse. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Stanley's on stabbing duty. Stabbing um, Stanley at it again. Okay, uh, Varel, <laughs> do you have anything in particular you want to do at this time? Well, he's laying there, isn't he? Isn't he? Yeah. No, if I've, you don't I've... do anything, you can qualify this as a short rest. Perfect. That'd be perfect. I will catch my breath in the sands. Okay, short rest for Varel and uh, Nash. I'd like to do a short rest as well. I've got seven hit points or something left. Okay, so you're going to short rest. So, yeah. Hope, um, let's start with you. Uh, you go to check out the vehicle and you see that uh, you really you really burnt it out. It's in rough shape. Fortunately, there's some vehicles lying around. You think you can salvage the parts it's going to take to do that. However, um, the time that it's going to need to recover, you'll have to, it'll be it'll be a full day before we can get this thing back on the road again. 16 hours. Okay. Um, that's not how long the work's going to take, but in general, like the, the vehicle does is overheated and does need to be cooled off. Um, the inside of the vehicle is an absolute mess, so during all of those sharp turns, a bunch of chew worms built out all over the floor, and water did spill out of the the water tank not a lot but considerable amount it also could use a cleaning in there as well so you'll be spending part of your day doing that did it, did it come up uh, through the shitter is that where we got all the water from is the shitter unfortunately the nothing in the shitter actually shot back out of the toilet so the shitter's fine good i just love saying the shitter so i know i know you do <laughs> I know. so how much sorry about the noobishy question uh no what please, short, we're learning to play dnd short rest Ooh. gives me how much hit points back uh, you can spend any amount of hit dice that you have yeah. to roll for hit points. So your hit dice, mm -hmm. you'll see it on your character record sheet in D&D Beyond. Yeah, if you hit um, short rest, it will show you how many you have and what you're rolling for it. But if you want to know the information, go to features, class features, and hit points. What the hell is it? I don't see class features. Why am I not seeing that? Where is it? What, uh, you know you have ability scores? Yeah. Underneath it should be features. If you have three, if you're three by three. Um, are you on the desktop or mobile? Yeah, a desktop. Oh, features. So under, Here we go. Yeah. So go to class features. Here we go. Go to expand hit, your hit points. Hit points. Hit dice one d six per sorcerer per level. Sorcerer level. So you're level two. So you have two one d sixes. So you can use one or two. But when you take a long rest, you only recover half your hit dice. But for a long rest. For a long rest, but for a short rest, I can take both those dice. But for a short rest, basically, you expend them, and long rests, you gain them back. Oh. And you roll, yeah. Okay. Well, then what's better to do? Wait for a long rest? Um, if you, if I, I mean, so, so here's, the, here, here's the thing. Um, Hope is going to need 16 hours to repair the vehicle, so you guys are going to be stranded in this area. For a long time, unless mm. you decide to walk in the desert. Mm. Well, a long rest is what eight hours. What so you it? might Six not want to take a, a short rest because you know you're going to be resting. But maybe there's more goblins around, and you should take your dice now. If it's know. if we're if we're there for how long? Sixteen hours. I yeah. want I want to take six of those and have a long rest. Isn't six the long rest period? Um, I thought that's what you told me. So long rest, you recover hit dice. Short rest, you expend them. Oh, well, then let's just expend them. Okay, so you take a short rest. Uh, yeah. Roll 2d6. Then. Yep, here we go. 
Four and four, so eight. To recover eight hit points. That's good. That should bring you back to That's tops. close to where, yeah, I'd feel better about that. Okay. Um, perfect. And so, Stanley, you go around and you start, you know, looking at goblins. They don't have much on them. They're, you know, go- as goblins are paupers, they don't carry much in the way of valuable belongings. Um, but you stab them, make sure they're dead. You find you find one of them wasn't completely dead, so you're glad that you stabbed it, and you continue on. And Bok-Bok actually uh, stops his stabbing of the one corpse and sees you do this. And gets inspired and starts helping you find goblin corpses and stabbing them. So you and Bok Bok are quietly, he, well, quietly he's talking to you, but he's like, arr, 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 and he stabs it. He goes, he'll stab the corpse. You're conducting yourself a little more somberly and maybe even respectfully than that, but you know. <laughs> thankful for the company. No gold or money on them or anything like that. No, nothing in the way of values, valuables um, besides their their weapons um you are aware that some of the vehicles that are still smoking from their various crashes may have fuel in them but you'd have to get some gas cans and siphon them off if you wanted to to get the gas from them yeah if we have them i'll go ahead and help with that okay so you gained about 40 gallons of fuel now we haven't really been keeping strict tabs on how much you burnt uh, fuel wise at this point what do we say it was 20 how many hours of travel have we done? 37, I think, actually. Um, uh, actually, 38. 20 miles per gallon. Right, so at 38, an hour, two hours covers the thing. 120 miles, so it's just take 38 divided by half into 16 and times it by 120. I think this is right. Get my calculator. Do a check on how much gas you have left. Uh, 16. Oh, my calculator's over here. 16 times 120. Ooh, that's divided. Math. Okay, and um, so 20. So you, you would have used 96 gallons. How many oh. do you have in your storage? 230, right? Maximum? We, we started the adventure at 230? Uh, yes. So. That's what it says on the dock. Yeah. So you only, <clears throat> you've almost burned half of your fuel. fuel. But we just got 40 back, right? You got 40 back? I don't know. I don't remember what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> okay, then you got 40 gallons of fuel back. Let's say that. That's what Stanley found. So you're up to back. Your current amount of fuel, which I'm going to note here, is 174 gallons. Just keep in mind, if you ever run to zero and you don't have any fuel to get, you're walking. <laughs> it's right. going to be a fun campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> uh, okay, so you pick up some more f- uh, fuel, and there's no surviving goblins around. Um, but during your travels, you did notice um, something quite weird, actually. Uh, about uh about half a mile out as you're you're sort of scanning the horizon looking at things you see um see what looks like this metal structure metal it's, 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 yeah it stands about not too tall off the ground maybe nine feet it seems to be coming off the ground it's like this these metal bars and that they they're they have rungs on them you know there's no solid sides or like siding to it like you might find in a car. Um, 
looks a little bit like at the top there's this thing because cars you know the cars you drive now they have antennas mm-hmm. this kind of looks like some sort of small antenna out into the distance hmm. does anybody have any idea what that is are you asking me as a player or as uh, asking the rest of the <laughs> I think I think someone needs a better antenna. Someone, <laughs> yeah, someone's robot. You're roboting out for some reason. Um, how far is this? Mm, it's about a half a mile out from where you are. You can see it in the distance. I think we should. It's just, just a strange object. You know, you you do see occasional clumps of trees, cactus. You know, there are rock features, but this is a man-made structure in the middle of nowhere. Um, clearly, some it's made by a humanoid, uh, and we don't it see. Like any... an, it, it looks like just to describe it to you as players. It looks like an antenna tower, about, but it's not standing very high. You know, it's not like usually antenna towers super huge. And we, and we don't see any but, other activity around it. There's nobody scurrying around it or any. No, life. no. It's appear, it appears like it doesn't have a base. It appears like buried under sand. If it was, if it was to go farther down, there might be stuff you can use for the car. Hope. Oh, and I'll look at... Yeah, you might be right. I mean, it's not like we gotta go some far way to to do this, either. We can just... I mean, it's not out of our way. We're not gonna waste gas. We should probably... I mean... Well, if it's half a mile, we could just walk to it, yeah? Oh, that's I'll, true. Uh, yeah, we I'll could. stand from my rest and check the sun for the time of day. Uh, time of day, it's about noon. The sun okay. is directly overhead. Could I do a what would it be history? Not really religion. I want to know if goblin. I guess I could just ask, just ask Bach Bach. But would I know if uh, goblins would notice that we just took out three cars and would turn around, or is it party time and they'd meet up later that night? Um, knowing a goblin society is pretty savage, so you can roll a knowledge check if you like. See what you you know. Okay. 11. Okay, so you sort of try to think back what you might know about what this means for your hunt. And likely um, these these were uh, these were warriors sent back to distract and protect the, the king who probably selfishly threw them to the fire. Like, it, like it's a win-win. If they're victorious, then great. And if they're not, it's slowed you down and their lives don't really matter that much. Mm. So probably it's a most of, mostly meant to be a distraction. Okay, cool. So I will look at the surrounding devastation and say, this was a distraction, and the Goblin King likely increased his speed when setting these sacrifices back to deal with us. That means anything that we're going to do, they're going to just get further away. We already have to spend time fixing up the car. We could always send a few to go look at it while Hope makes repairs, but... I mean, if it's, it's only half a mile like a away, I, I mean, I volunteer to run over there and dig through it if if she's got a repair anyway and we've got time. I don't... I could even go alone. Is there anything we could do without you, Hope? That technology is your forte. Well, uh, if someone wants to clean up the inside, that needs to get fixed up before we take off. Can't have you sleeping on glass. Hey, press the digitation over there. You could do that while I go look at the damn transponder deal alright I'll work on cleaning up the inside 
<laughs> cool. I understood that correctly, though. The inside's part of the 16 hours, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So it's hoping Nash going to head over there. Sounds yeah. good. I'll do uh, the heavy lifting, bend bars out of the wheels kind of stuff. Okay. And um, uh, Buck Buck's going to help you, but he's going to also snack on some of the goblins. Sure. <laughs> Okay, so um, so you head out uh, half a mile is about. Well, it's a solid. Oh, so, <laughs> speaking of solid, <laughs> uh, it's a solid. You know, four hour, not four hour, maybe like two hour walk. Let's say. I mean, it's approximately half a while, mile. We're not going to be too exact. Um, as you get out there, you get close. You see, it's a uh, hold on, a half a mile. Out. A half a mile is going to take us two hours. Is it two hours? How long is half a mile? Oh my gosh, no! It should only take you like. <laughs> Uh, 15 to 30 minutes yeah like not even that like Andy. all right you walk out 30 minutes sorry you walk out about 30 minutes and into the to, to the desert and um you see them in the distance when you look back you see the vehicles and camp yeah um you get closer and and you see there's an there's an antenna tower just standing out there in the middle of nowhere uh it's made of made of silvery metal looks old rusted uh quite a bit hmm i want to do like um We're going to do an arcane check. Okay. Or arcana check. Hold on. Where's the... There it is. I want to see if I know anything about what this is. Hang on just a second. Sorry. I'm in the wrong place. Okay. Uh, that would be... Uh, I can't do math. Uh, it's 10. Okay. So you walk up to it to examine it, take a look... And, you know, this looks like, I mean, you can't imagine what it's for, what it's doing out here. It looks distinctly to you like an antenna. There's nothing magical about this. This looks like a piece of, you know, humanoid technology. But as you get closer, you feel from the ground a strong sense. It's definitely magical in nature, but it feels like something you haven't. It's a, it's a feeling or like it's a weird heat, but not heat that you haven't felt before and it's sort of coming from underneath the ground where you're standing and your eye starts to ache oh. hope something's wrong here I don't know I don't know what it is but I'm getting a bad feeling my eye hurts and this do you feel that can you feel that too um I rolled a 20 perception, not natural, just to see if I notice any bad things, good things, areas that might hold products of interest. There's uh, nothing about the area that stands out as unusual that you can perceive. What are you talking about? I don't feel anything. And then is there a direction I notice I would head off to to find parts? Um, so I mean, it's just the antenna. There's no other parts or anything else. There. Oh, okay. It's just the antenna. So there's no, there is no building, or it's just an. There's no building. Okay. It's just an antenna sticking out of the ground. It stands about nine feet, so it's taller than you by about three. But it just, it's an unusual oh. sight in in the desert. It doesn't seem related to anything. It's a weird man-made structure. So what are you feeling? Well, my eyes throbbing red, and I say, uh, dark something dark there's magic something here there's something going on i i can't tell Wait. what but i don't know if we're in danger or if it's just it's like a sense that something something's going on and i don't have i don't have the right to see it where is it coming from below somewhere below 
All right. As you say below, uh, Nash, you start to you begin to feel nauseous. Oh boy, one of these again. You know what? Is if it's the same, uh, I worry because I'm feeling that feeling in my gut. And I say, oh, don't stand next to me. Just back away. I I can't explain, but you don't want to be, you don't want to be here for a minute. It's happening again. The explosion? Maybe. I don't know. Or it could just be those clams we had a few weeks back. I don't know. (laughs) (coughs) It could be one of those things, but I'm really feeling, I'm going to be, I'm either going to yak or I'm going to explode. You got to move. All right. I'll start backing up. Yeah, and as she backs up, uh, your anxiety increases and your chest starts to feel tight and heavy, like someone's grabbing you in your chest. Oh boy! And you can feel your you can feel your your sides heat up, and your stomach get hot, and with full of pressure, and you double over, you double down. All right. On oh, it's happening! St- stand clear! Stand clear! Nash, hold on! You're gonna make it! Oh, what? Sorry, that wasn't it. <laughs> here and I then, sit, here I sit, all broken hearted. Yeah, as you get on your knees, you let out an incredibly loud fart. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't relieve you of the pain. It, it provides no relief, and, and you're, you're starting, you start to feel like you're getting on fire and you're agitated. And weirdly enough, you can't tell if it's you, but the ground starts to feel like it's giving away underneath you. Okay. Do do I and see the, if the ground is giving away? Yeah, you you begin to see him sink very rapidly into the ground. I'm gonna run over and see if I can grab his arm and pull him back. Um, okay, as you run over, because there's distance between you, you attempt to do that, but before you can react, he explodes into flames. <laughs> He's on fire. And Nash, you're screaming at the top of your lungs. Ah! And you lose consciousness. Okay, so I'm out. The ground, and, and at the same time, as he's on fire, the ground eats him up. He sinks down, and this just depression starts to happen in the ground, and he sinks into the ground. Okay. I'm gonna he's run gone. up to the depression and start gone. digging. Uh, there's nothing there. Nish, <laughs> Nish. I'm gonna start looking around and the moving the dirt. Is there a hidden? Okay, as uh, you get closer to, to move the dirt, you yourself start sinking into the ground. Oh shit! <laughs> roll, roll for get the H out of yeah. that. Roll a dexterity. Uh, roll a strength save, actually, please. All right, uh, twenty, not natural. Okay, so as the depression begins to sink again, you clamber on up and make it to the edge of where you feel it's probably safe. But you see that the ground has sunken in, and where it's swallowed, Nash. All right. Uh, meanwhile, well, uh, Stanley, Stanley's cleaning up chew worms. <laughs> we go from one exciting thing to another. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's picking up chew worms. He's washing them because he doesn't like dirty food. I will of, honor the ten-second rule, he says to himself. Like every, every, every on every worm, press a digitation. <laughs> And um, uh, weird thing sort of, sort of happens. Um, you hear the CB radio go off. You're here. Please help me. Please help me. Now, Stanley, what? do you figure there's a dimension where you send the dirt? <laughs> I mean, it- has to go somewhere. I right. imagine it just becomes particles and goes out into the world. I you ever wonder if it'll come back to get you? Well, I didn't until just now. And yeah, like 
Like you're peeing in someone's cosmic ocean. <laughs> this hadn't been a consideration, Vorel, and now I'm not gonna lie. I'm worried that one day a thing made entirely of dirt and oil and other Go such nastiness, well, and blood, gonna come for me. Mm. I don't know. It's been a rough couple of weeks. Maybe karmically, this is what I'm getting for all of that. By the way, do you hear something? I do hear that. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. I'm start looking through the vehicle trying to find the sound. You discover that the source of the sound is someone coming through the CB radio. Oh, don't touch that. That's Hope's machine. Uh, I'm not sure what she did, but she did it fabulously today. I mean, it. I pick up the little. And I don't press anything, but I. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I try clicking one of the buttons. Uh, yeah. Hello? Who who is this? I am a prisoner. Well, I'm Stanley Billings. Uh, how are you contacting me? Borel is here as well. Borel is here too. <laughs> he says hello. Through the communications relay. Help me. I, I don't know what any of that is or means. Help me. What, what can I do to help you? Come free me. We don't know where you are. Under the earth. That's a big place. <laughs> I don't know what to tell this guy and I don't know how he got on our radio no help me ask him if he's a dwarf if he's underground is there more roads we want to know if you're a dwarf it's very complicated I guess you heard him I was going to just say I am a tree you're a what? I am a tree. Dooku tree. Think they had one of those in Dust Hill, maybe? I mean, I know it from a book, but it's not exactly something we see a lot of. Yeah. I'll, I'll, Help I'll, me. How I'll do we find you? With a... In the bunker. Fourteen, come back. The no trees are bunkers. Are you nearby? Do you know where we are right now? I have your friend nearby. Which friend? I... The fiery one. Well, he's, you know, I wouldn't say friend. I'd say a traveling companion of sorts. <laughs> your words... He says are not easy for me. Borel, he says he has, I think, Nash. Can, 
Can you go up and see if you can see anything? And I'll climb the hatch ladder onto the roof and do a perception round with a one. <laughs> wow. I mean, you see nothing new, and uh, as you look around, you take a little slip. <laughs> fall down. <laughs> Boink. You don't suffer any damage. You just, you know, Is Nash clumsily. okay? What? Are you holding him? He is near. All right. We'll see if we can help. Uh, thanks. I guess. Help me. We're working me. on it. <laughs> Dusting yep. off myself, come back in. I saw nothing. I think we need to get over there. This tree or whatever it is is uh, not super helpful, but we should go see what's going on with oh, them. Very well. Uh, Bo, one quick aside. Uh, mm -hmm. I did not give myself a short rest because I was busy stabbing things. Would I have had time to do that before now? No. Okay. You should have told me. Well, alright. <laughs> Fair enough. Onward we go. Should we bring Brock back? Uh, we probably should bring Brock back. I don't know how much food we're going to have, or if the old man who is somewhere, <laughs> presumably... He's it's still kinda... in the truck, he, but because of all the driving, he's just like in the corner of the room. Oh, like... I forgot about that. He's all lump, just lumped up because of all the turns and stuff. Is he still alive? Yeah, he has extra wounds on his body. <laughs> you <can see. laughs> yeah, is he alive? Uh, he you got to check to see if he's still alive. And he's, he's breathing. His chest is breathing, but he's... At one point when you check him, his eyes open, and they roll to the back of his head, and they close again. Hmm. I think Bok if we leave Bok Bok here, he's going to eat the man. <laughs> he can keep it fresh. He knows that much. Gonna I mean, uh, just to say, Gob uh, Bok Bok has been eating some of the goblins, so... He's, he's full. Bok Bok! So fresh. We go. Return. But you stay. Fresh man on return. Yes? Make sure he doesn't let anybody. Oh, take I'm Bok Bok. Yeah, I'm you're Bok Bok. For... <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting, waiting for Stanley to respond. Oh. Sorry, what did you say? I now control Bok Bok. <laughs> sorry, what did you say again? I missed it completely. We go, we go. You stay, man. Stay fresh. You eat good goblins. Mm? With a piece of uh, goblin arm that he has hacked off for himself. <laughs> <laughs> then he says, "Yes, we'll stay. Guard, fresh man. My home is goblins. Eat good, grow big, strong. I will make you proud." There was a little Yoda in that. <laughs> little Yoda. Yeah, it's fine. I've always got a little Yoda in me. It's always a little Yoda in there. I like it. All right, I guess we're gonna make our way towards the tower. Okay, so after. 15 Seven, minutes 17 of hours of travel <laughs> 15 minutes of walking um okay sorry i just got a funny message um so the uh you walk over and you see hope frantically like examining the sand and she's beckoning you over to come hurry quickly so you guys pick up your pace and run up ahead hope what happened 
It was right here, Nash. He he fell. He he blew up, and then he got sucked into the sand, and now it won't open up again. Well, he's okay. We talked to his captor. Uh, he wants to be freed. He is a tree, and Bok Bok's keeping it fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Send my regards to Bok Bok then. That's very kind of him. <laughs> so you're saying the ground just opened and ate him? It did. It has tried to eat me too, but it won't eat me now. I'm, I'm getting not... frustrated and I'm hitting my foot into the sand, stamping on it. I'm like, let me in, let me in. I'm going to go over and start digging through the sand a little bit as well. Uh, if you're there, tree... Uh, we're we're here. You hear nothing in response to your statement. Well, this tree just isn't helping at all. Is there anything he did to be eaten? He exploded just like the last time. And what what exactly happened during that chaos when he exploded? Did he ever tell us the purpose of his? Flaming nature? He told us not to worry about it, but I'm beginning to think we should have worried about it. He said it was magic PSD, if you guys remember correctly. Mm-hmm. PSD. Photoshop document. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Format. What if we, too, act traumatized and lit ourselves aflame? <laughs> Maybe skip the flaming part, but <laughs> what if we writhed in pain upon the sand... As he did. And I will... You said here? Alright. I'll go over and, and I'll uh, perform with a 13. Oh! The magic! How it burns me! Ah! Ah! So Varel so starts to do a weird thing. And you guys both can't help but laugh, even though your Nash is missing. This is actually really funny to you. Um, and uh, as you're laughing at this, Stanley, uh, you take a little step, and you step uh, in an area where there is loose sand, and you tumble backwards into the sand as the ground gives away underneath you. Because I think, well, All right. I'm gonna run roll after de- it! <laughs> roll a dexterity saving throw, please. Uh, 21. Okay. Um, so you manage to uh, climb your way back up to safety. Uh, I think I found a way down. Is oh. it? Does it still look like solid sand? or? Yeah, it, it looks now, just like, like that. Foot? I'm heading on over, ready to plug my nose and go for a dive. Okay, so Hope's ready to jump in. I'm going. Alright, so you, you go to jump in, um, and the ground uh, accepts you. So All right. Into it. All right. All right. She's just gone. She stands in the middle, like um, looking like Harrison Ford about to go into the carbonite chamber and just <laughs> back at you guys and na 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 and descends <laughs> into the sand. Oh, are you concentrating on anything? Give us a hint. I think we just need to go let the sand take us. I go try standing where she was, or where I almost fell, and see what happens. Okay. Uh, you, <laughs> you stand in the sand. 
and you look back at Morel, and you start to lower, and the depression gets deeper, and the sand pulls you in uh, slowly over the course of a minute, and recover the sand. Oh, Morel, you don't like this. That ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't. This isn't logical. Oh, oh, all right. Is there a rock around? All right. Can I have Hope and Stanley write a f write? <laughs> Maybe write an essay. Um, can I have you roll a constitution saves, please? Uh, 14. 8. 8. Okay. So, um, Hope, you, you, as you descend down, you know, start, sand starts to fill. And as you get in, you get a sense of claustrophobia and panic. And you start to have to dig your way out. Okay. So you you can't you can't tolerate being in the sand. The pressure of all the sand being in there, you start to dig your way out. <laughs> and you climb up, and eventually, uh, Varel, you see Hope struggling to get out of the sand trap. Oh, I'll grab her and pull her out. Okay, with your long body, you're able to reach across where the depression is. Roll a strength check. Well, it's going to be you're going to have to get all that sand out and, of your swimsuit place. You know, those forearm huzzah kind of grabs. <laughs> All right. You grab her by the forearm and you toss her. Ah. About four feet into the air, she's just like spinning. Ah. Whoa! Ah. <laughs> uh, she's got sand everywhere, so there's sand whipping around and she, you hit the ground without taking any injury. Uh, John, your experience on the way down is you're like, this is interesting. And the pressure's there, and you see nothing but sand. Nash, also, you still need to see nothing but sand as you slide. Oh, I thought I was unconscious. Okay. Yeah, as you go in and out of conscious, you, you're okay. frankly aware that you're not okay. in a safe place. All right. All right, so it's just Hope and Nash left there to ponder the fate of their friends. I think with that, we have to bring it to a conclusion this week. Oh, look at that. Oh, my gosh. We're entering a new... Right? Oh, it's a dungeon! Oh. It's a yep. dungeon! So, 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 Hope and, so Hope and Stanley, or Hope and um, Varel, you're not here next week, right? Correct. Oh, you didn't? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm, that's right. We have guests. I awkwardly got it there. But, but yeah. you did it, man. Yeah. Great <laughs> job. Uh, so just for listeners, so they know, for the next two weeks, we'll be missing Varel and... Um, hope. Please yeah. don't unsubscribe now that they're gone. No, you just two. It's back. only two sessions. They're not going no. forever. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be gone for two sessions. All right. And we have some guests lined up for the following two weeks. Yeah. Do we want to hint so, at the, who they are yet, or do we not have that locked down? I believe we do. So joining. Well, you guys are bringing your guests. You can share. All right. So I'll I'll start, and then John, you can tell me who you're bringing. Sure. Um. This may seem self-serving, but it's actually a good idea because she's better that, at D&D than me. Uh, my daughter, Carter, will be joining us. Um, she is actually bringing a male character to the game. Uh, someone that he can, she constructed from uh, scratch and is very excited. And it's a super cool uh, character. I'm dying to know how Bo's going to uh, DM around it because I just think it's going to be... It's going to add some really interesting stuff. So, Carter Johnson, my daughter will join us and uh john who are you bringing i am bringing my friend and co-host on the other show that i do my world of warcraft show ben bumhofer with me uh he's kind of the person who dm'd my first campaign so he's got a bit of a history with dungeons and dragons as well and uh he's going to be joining 
uh, and I I know a little bit about who these characters are going to be, um, at least just race wise. And I'm so excited that Scott's getting stuck with it. <laughs> let's oh, just no. say let's just say for listeners, if you liked play, if you like Softhead as a character, <laughs> there's a lot to like. There's a lot more, yeah, where yeah, that came of, from. A lot of Softhead inspired. So but Ben's in the chat today. So, Ben, we're excited to have you. Uh, and oh, hi, uh, ben. Carter's very stoked to be here. She ran she ran a whipped together uh, campaign the other day right here in the house with a kind of an impromptu group of people that got together, half of which or no, two thirds of which had never played D&D ever. And it just got them completely hooked. They were here to watch the Oscars and most of them skipped it because they were so into into playing so she'll she'll fit right in it should be fun i know ben will for sure it's gonna be it's gonna be cool but we're gonna miss hope and we're gonna miss varel mm-hmm. but they'll be back they'll be back well technically at this point we seem to be the ones that are missing yeah that's a good point i don't know where i am right now but somewhere miss bok bok yeah we're gonna miss bok bok yeah, a lot uh, bok, bok. i like i like i like always every npc that comes into our lives now. I have to consider whether or not Bok Bok would like to eat it or not. <laughs> These are important questions. These are the important questions we have to address. Anyway, that's uh, going to be great. And that uh, starts next week for two weeks. And then uh, back to normalhood when you guys get back. And you guys are going on some fun trip, so it's going to be either way you win is the way I look at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it a vacation thing or something? Is that what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Week-long vacation. Lucky. Don't get swallowed by sand. Yeah. Whatever you do, stay away from the sand. Bo, any uh, final other thoughts before we uh, Nope, a little go? bit shorter of an episode today, but we had to get the narrative tied up. Also, you guys didn't fight the fire beetles? What the, what's going uh, on? That's what I'm there saying. There's no need to fight them. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, no, it was great. I'm having fun so far. Please continue to send us your wonderful, positive feedback. It's, uh, it's, I'm really, um, it's just really inspiring to see people enjoy listening to the program and enjoy uh, our characters. And oh, stuff. it's been so, incredible that so way. If you feel if you feel like you have something nice to say, please say it. It's uh, it's fuel for our hearts. Yeah, it's awesome. And um, hearing hearing the great feedback every day, we get something. It's someone's drawing some art based on the thing. Like I can't wait till somebody does a lump of dirt with a couple of lizard eyes looking out of it. I, I think I'm gonna draw that today. Uh, I need a drawing of that for sure. With yeah. the beetle walking by, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start featuring more of that kind of cool stuff. Like I said uh, at the top of the show, over at therewillbedungeons.com. So go check that out, and uh, you can also use the contact up there on the top of that page to send us emails, questions, thoughts, comments, whatever. Find us all on Twitter as well. You'll find all our Twitter accounts on the web page. Again, that's therewillbedungeons.com, and the show's Twitter account is therebedungeons.com. No, just there be dungeon. Sorry. There's no dot com on a Twitter account, except for twitter.com. Anyway, uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you all for being here, for listening, being a part of this. Uh, we'll be back next week with our guests and more after that. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.